Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Beckoning, the little podcast slash chat room slash fireside talk that we have every second week. We are streaming live on both Outstars and Josh's uh, Twitch, so hello to everyone watching, and I hope you guys are having a great weekend, because we sure are. We will be talking about the favorite subject of at least two of our present members. Josh, would you also argue that it is your favorite subject? <laughs> uh at the moment totally brilliant and it will hopefully be mine as well once we're done but let's have a little bit of a presentation like i said i'm chris i am the primogen on youtube and on twitch although i am primarily on youtube where i do lore videos i story tell chicago stories season finale coming up this tuesday don't forget to check that out and i also story tell changeling the lost little book reunion over at the onyx path twitch every thursday so catch you guys there wants to for josh from your way hello i'm josh and i uh just released on my youtube channel strange adventures a video about a story from my own campaign in which one of my players decided to take on his rival who is a vampire drag queen and they did a bmx off i love it to see who was better i don't know what his idea was he is not a smart character it was great though it was very very funny bmx um, off They're yeah yeah, yeah. They, he hired out a half pipe and challenged his rival to a bmx battle <laughs> i just <laughs> i just i was like sure why not because uh it was a, a very flamboyant drag queen character who was like sure i'll show you up <laughs> I am into that story right now, and I need to listen to it fully. Uh, that, well, that's the hope that everyone says that, yes. <laughs> um, uh, also, I talk about Bloodlines too on my channel. I, always, I do all sorts of things. I mean, I'm doing so much roleplay right now, my brain is frazzled. But uh, someone else talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. go if you want. <laughs> um, I'm Huddy. From Hadi von Schland on YouTube, I do Vampire the Masquerade lore videos, and uh, I talk about actual plays and other things every Masquerade Monday. And on the Primogen's channel, I'm playing my first time playing Vampire Chicago Stories. That's me, <laughs> short and sweet. Hello, um, I'm Outstar. I am the uh, your Vampire the Masquerade memer, basically. I think it's it's a proper like title for me right now. I'm the, the walking and talking memer of vampires. And uh, yeah, I just do a lot of uh, YouTube stuff about Vampire the Masquerade, where I try to inform people about the lore and um, and uh, the new mechanics and the clans and the history and all that stuff. And I also do a lot of memes on Twitter, where I steal stuff from Discord and Reddit to make everyone laugh from the community. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what I do. So it's super nice to um, to be here with those wonderful people because today we're going to talk about possibly my favorite subject on the planet as for now. So yay. Yeah, exactly. We will be talking about Bloodlines 2, the upcoming sequel to the cult classic Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 1, I guess you can call it, uh, the game that came out Oh boy, when was it? 2004, 2005? Oh. Yep. Right oh. right before uh, right before 
Half-Life 2 uh, came out. <laughs> same day, I think. Same was it day. Same? It was, yeah. I th yeah, around that same time. So it was a brand new engine, and I would say they did as good a job as they could, but it's been patched to hell and back, and it is now one of the best vampire games, if not the best vampire game out there. And mm -hmm. the sequel, everyone's super excited about it, but I have been living in a box, so I know very little about the sequel. So I am very excited to hear what you guys can tell me about it. And I think that's going to be the theme of this episode. We're going to talk a little bit about the game. We're going to talk about the premise of the story. We're going to talk about connections to the previous title. We might even talk a little bit about Vain Pursuit and its connection to the story. If, uh, if uh, well, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe not. But um, we made a little list. So if you haven't heard of Bloodlines 2, like me, well, I've you know, if you've been living in a box, this will be a great primer. And if you want to catch up on stuff you might have missed, this is also a good opportunity. But I do believe that everyone present except for me have made a lot of Bloodlines 2 videos as well. So you can go check those out on everyone's channels. So wait, can I just get this confirmation? Because I know for sure that Josh is a total speculative like person, just a guy tried to be. And then Harry, are you also the person who tries to like get all the info so far, or are you more on the primogen side? Um, well, I like to play games blind. So when I was really into it when it was the tender beta before the announcement, but once it was announced, I was like, I just took a huge step back from it because I'm like, mm. I want to be surprised. But oh I do God. know like in general what's been released and what we know so are you guys both fine and the audience are you guys fine with us uh, talking a lot about speculations today absolutely that's like why i'm here on it absolutely a... perfect brilliant uh, so let's start with something simple because we all know the usual political layout of a vampire the masquerade game right especially like camarilla city you have the prince you have the primogen you have the anarchs you might have some sabbat, sabbat infiltrators but not so much as i've heard in seattle like there's a lot of factions unique to this city why don't you tell us a little bit more about those because i'm curious i know very little about them to be honest do you have a favorite i'll start with my favorite and then we can move on to yours you can tell about all of them if you want to, and then we can talk about favorites. Oh, okay, okay. So Bloodlines 2 is going to do it a little bit differently, which is kind of exciting for me, because most of the time you have the Anarchs, you have the Camarilla, you have the Sabbat as the base group. Maybe you have some independent vampires doing their thing. But in this, Seattle has five, five groups who really, really want something, probably power over the city. And uh, they they can be broken down into the Camarilla, who uh, we all know and love, the, the cutesy ones, the ones who are just, you know, there for a good time. And the good to, people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably there to do something horrible and oppress other vampires in, in some sense. You, you may... Uh, infer my own leanings from that and uh, yeah the the Camarilla are kind of the archetypical vampire uh, cabal I guess uh, you also get the pioneers who are the people who originally moved and probably in a couple of cases founded Seattle they've been there way longer they probably follow very similar rules to the Camarilla because I as I understand it they have some sort of deal going on with them. and But they are kind of old money, probably quite posh vampires. 
that uh, have been there for a very, very long time and they don't want to get ousted, which is probably what's going to happen in my playthrough. <laughs> um, you so wait, also are, then... Huh? Are you going to go Camarilla? So you want to oust pioneers or...? Uh, I feel like... Mm, Almost all the other factions want to get rid of the pioneers in some sense, mm, right? Okay. Maybe, maybe the unseen don't, who we will go on to next, which I think as a faction mostly represent a kind of Nosferatu-esque group of information brokers. Uh, they're the one that I have not researched as much as the others, but they do sound very cool. They're, they're just... I don't know. I, there's lots of Nosferatu and uh, a picture of three creepy shadow people on the poster, which means that there's something weird going on there. That, um, that's a Council of Frey. That's how yeah. Oh, that's what they're yeah. called. Yes. And that's basically um, they are being ruled by this Council of Frey per se, um, which we don't know. We literally don't know any NPC uh, from that faction except for Samuel. Yeah, so Samuel, only, yeah. who turns up in uh, the the game demo that we've seen. Is that the right? uh, Nosferatu-esque character you meet in the sewers? Because I've seen that yeah. trailer. Yeah. yeah, That's the guy behind the bars. He has the daddy kind of a cool um, attitude to him. He has this cool t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that. the adjective you go for his daddy right away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a game of dads. Yeah. yeah, and he apparently is like from what I've talked with Des and I tried to ask about Samuel. He's this... Uh, really cool character who just spends tons of time uh, digging up gossip on other vampires mm. and he's just basically this like what can i learn about luke mm. grand's lingerie and uh, <laughs> I, I think like yeah like nowadays nosferatu are not as tied to camarilla um mm. because after the fall of shreknet they kind of fell into the persona non grata uh, mm. field. of course they're yeah, also needed yeah. And I'm sure that Camarilla would uh, would totally want them on their side, but uh, I feel like that's probably why they're a separate faction, because they're just uh, you know they have their own goals nowadays. They're not as tied to the Cam as they used to be before. Yeah, yeah. A, a question on that though. So the Camarilla are actually fairly new in Seattle. That the the founders. <laughs> oh no, no, the pioneers were the. No. Yeah, the, I was gonna say something to what Josh said. If I'm mistaken, correct me. But Lou Reed was a prince, was she yes. not? Yes. She was okay. She was the longest reigning prince of Seattle. Mm -hmm. So that means that pioneers originally were also Camarilla, mm -hmm. I would say. But mm -hmm. the thing what happened is that uh, Alec Cross, who is the current prince of Seattle, he somehow took over. We don't really know how. But what we can see from the description of the Camarilla on the website is that the new force of the Camarilla, the new kind of uh, power, uh, that is, you know, on the top of the cam currently, is trying to uh, really turn Seattle into this, let's say, new Silicon Valley. And they're trying to push these uh, new businesses, technologies and everything, change the whole old Seattle, destroy the old buildings, build the skyscrapers mm -hmm. and uh, build this whole new city uh, where the venture will be in power and, the, you know, the money is going to be everywhere around and stuff like that. While Lou Grant and the pioneers were the... The, 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 the boomers, let's say, the original old people, oh, right, and they are right, like, right. I the want traditionalists. The oh, traditionalists. Okay. Yes, okay. I want these old buildings to be still so, around. So for, so for once, the Camarilla are not actually the traditionalists, but rather the uh, the innovators. I would sort say of. so. 
kind of interesting. I mean, interesting. Yeah, that's, a, that's a nice twist. I do like that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. basically the, the factions are that the reason why the factions are so different is that putting the uh, Camarilla, Anarch, and Sabat uh, triangle again in a city would be very artificial. That's mm -hmm. what Beth's thought. Yeah. So they wanted to do something which is more tied to the history of Seattle itself. Mm. And that's why they dug up all of these uh, historical details about Seattle, uh, how Seattle was built originally, even the historical figures, because Lou Grand um, is very clearly based on the historical figure of Lou Graham, who was mm. the famous brothel owner in, <laughs> in Seattle. I see. I see. Yeah, and she was actually known. Uh, I was searching Wikipedia articles on her. She was known for a big rack. <laughs> and I just okay. think they kind of got that right. right. So, yeah, so there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, little hints in here that they are connected. But that's um, interesting. I really like it when they implement actual like historical facts into their games. Uh, mm -hmm. And Seattle, I can imagine, is a must have been like a shipping port initially for lumber and stuff like that since it's, it's in washington right i'm if i'm it is the yes. state of washington yeah it is in the state of washington yeah so like lumber mining as well or fishing there was, i'm not really sure what the industry was there but i know that there was a very big internal conflict uh, when it comes to the pioneers themselves and we actually will check the map of seattle it's super mm -hmm. funny from a european perspective yeah. especially because some people owned some part of the city and the other on the other part of the city. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they were disagreeing on everything, including the, uh, how the streets should be lined. So one guy himself said that I want the streets to be lined with the compass, right? Uh -huh. So north yeah. and... Yeah, yeah, like New York yeah. City kind of, right? Yeah. And the guys in the north were like, no, we want to align them to the shore. So there's like this, like on the Pioneer Square, which is going to be a location in Seattle, this is actually the moment when the streets change from these oh, wow. to these. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> because no, they have I'm, I'm going to have to look at that on Google, man. That, that is not that. something yeah. I reckon. There's that. a lot of like I feel conflict in the history of Seattle, Seattle which is going to be used in the game. Yeah. And uh, for example, also there's um, this very weird thing about Seattle where there was a big fire hmm. um, in the in the history, which literally like destroyed most of the city. And they were like, okay, we should rebuild the city, but uh, there's I don't know if there was like a risk of flooding or mm -hmm. something. I'm not really sure what was the reason for that. But what they did is they left the city um which was built already you know the buildings and everything mm -hmm. on the level they built the ladders mm -hmm. and started building new city on top of the <laughs> well i can i can tell you why they would do that if you aren't aware washington mm -hmm. state is uh if you think it rains a lot in england which i'm sure josh yeah. does rains a lot there yeah, uh, a lot of rain. Right. It's like the rainiest okay. part of the u.s right it is the rainiest yeah. part of the u.s yeah because you got a coastal That's city so you got a lot of climate like Mm -hmm. The weather changed a lot. I know Stockholm, for example, also has a lot of like alternating weather because mm. we're coastal. Yeah, that's that's so, cool. They so, they because yeah. there's going to be a lot of kind of underground city uh, mm -hmm. level elements yeah. from what I understand. So yeah, uh, the unseen uh, are going to have their um, their their housing in there. I yeah, guess yeah. their their domain. <laughs> Mm. And what's great is that um, they literally build the city on top of a city. So when you go to the Seattle Underground on a trip, on like a, like a tourist, you can actually see even the names of the shops and stuff mm -hmm. like that, like some old labels underground. And uh, Josh, you have seen uh, the demo of Bloodlines 2. Mm -hmm. And there was the moment like after we run from the, from the trial that you actually yeah. go for the Seattle Underground and you can see these like old shop uh, windows 
yeah. underground and everything. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I it's it's it. really, really incredible that they literally just built on top. They didn't clear it. They didn't change anything. They were just like, we don't need that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I don't I don't know the specific history of Seattle, but I do know, again, as I'm an American, I do know that um, the on the West Coast is was a little bit underdeveloped in terms of the East Coast, mm. in terms of people mm. populating it and stuff. So that would probably just be something they would do just because there weren't that many people, it wouldn't take as long. So just do that. It's yeah. a lot easier. I mean, because Boston and New York burned down a bunch of times, but they they rebuilt it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's just yeah. different. Why is that a thing in America? Why do all your cities burn down? It's uh, not a thing over here. Like we've had the fire oh, of London. That's the yeah, big yeah, one. Exactly. I was just going to say the fire of London, 1667. Oh, okay. Okay. Put my hands up to that. But that was like a baking accident. Well, it happened. I mean, Chicago Have you ever fire been was a cow, wasn't it? Yeah. Huh? Have you ever been to States? No, I've never been to the States. I've been to Canada, but uh, that's about as close as I'll get. <laughs> Older houses look like dollhouses. They're wooden and they are just like, they look so like... That, 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 that really depends on where you are. <laughs> the, I, the houses look different depending on where you are. I, I can, I can so imagine I that if, if you're a smaller city, building a quarry, making bricks, stuff like that is going to be much more difficult than chopping down trees and building houses out of wood, I'm assuming. Yeah. So that's probably why. Yes. Well, the, the, in terms of Boston, why it, blew, why it got on fire is because there was a molasses explosion. That's oh, yeah. either here oh, nor there. Yeah. Yeah. Molasses like slowly yeah. and, and catching fire. In like, the summertime in Boston, in certain parts, if it's really, really hot, it smells like molasses. Really? <laughs> I, I just learned. I, I grew up there, so yes. <laughs> I just learned recently that LA stinks of semen. I'm sorry. Oh. There's like apparently the tree that has some oh yes oh. everywhere, and it just stinks. Has no one here been to LA? I've been no, to LA, but never. it doesn't stink like that. Oh, okay, there are these blossoms that are on the tree, and they smell like mm, sweaty man bits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, oh, but, brilliant! But no, I really want to go. I've, I've been to just about every state in my the life. The where we talk about the hard facts. <laughs> and in New Orleans and in the South and stuff, there are these horrible trees that smell like urine in the summer. <laughs> so uh, it's fun. You I should go to America. It's great. Why did anyone ever leave England? <laughs> I love this touristical, you know, agency that Harry's doing here for the U.S. Like, I yeah, feel brilliant. I, I, had to, I had to explain like how the dis like you know how far the distances are in the states to you guys last time. Yep. God, yeah. Or, and I'll say it again for Outstar. Americans think a hundred years is a long time, and Europeans think a hundred miles is a long way. That's true. That's yeah. it, is, it is very true. It is very true. Um, but I want to get back to the topic. So mm, we have the unseen. We have the Camarilla. We have the pioneers. Who else do we have? Who did we? The oh, oh uh, I missed out two more factions. All right. That's where we got to. There is also a group of newcomers who are based around, but not exclusively, Tremere. So blood mages Ooh. who are therefore their own mysterious ends and seem to be aligned with Camarilla uh, okay. and, and came along with them in the, the new wave, mm -hmm. <laughs> the Camarilla new wave. Yeah. Um, and they have some very pretty people Working oh, for it's her. Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 Elif, right? Is that how you it's say just her name? Elif and Goga. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. Elif Harmak and Victor Goga, and they are all like they're both so pretty. Probably the I, prettiest characters. Yeah. 
how are they not the Toreador? I don't I don't know. It's... I love them. They're beautiful. They'd be pretty too. <laughs> but the thing about newcomers, okay, so they basically oh, they're actually called the newcomers? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, cool. So this is like the faction, which is, I feel like so far what we know it's exclusively Tremere, but maybe there's going to be more clans involved in it. And also- Oh it, yeah, I was inferring that from the kind of choice that happens later it, in the game. Yeah, I mean, you you can of course, uh, you know, if you if you're another clan, you can still help the newcomers. But the thing on how they're politically involved is that they were invited to Seattle by Cross, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they are on the side of the Cross per se. So basically, it's a uh, it's a it's a faction that supports the Camarilla in the city, kinda, mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. faction that Camarilla gave a haven in the city. The Queen's Cross specifically gave them a university district to stay in and you know be good mages and probably mm. do something for him i don't really know the thing is there is no definite answer as for now about the connection to the v5 lore and the fall of vienna mm -hmm. which is uh, something that i feel is going to be somehow related to why yeah. exactly the newcomers came to seattle it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because i was wondering like which house would they be representing because yeah, this is taking place mm. in 20 19 2019 yeah. yeah so that's after the fall of vienna for sure yes. uh interesting would they be how did you call them outside house ipsy dipsy no that was, <laughs> anarchs, that was, anarchs. That was uh, yeah but, but the thing is there is actually uh the name pyramid used uh mm -hmm. when when it comes to the description of the newcomers yeah. then they're so, probably house Tremere yeah. or uh, probably, or house. probably house there's, there's a problem in here so yeah. goga is never called a regent never oh. even once mm. he's a leader of the newcomers there is a mention of the pyramid in the description and when i was trying to dig this information what i've heard is well there is a reason why they are in seattle now isn't it <sighs> and that's all i know which is super exciting oh, i want to know i want to know more <laughs> Yeah. yeah so I, why why do you think it's related to the fall of Vienna? Or is that just uh, the the kind of Tremere law that you think they'll? Bring my into my theory is that they basically like, the fall of Vienna is not a public information no, at no, least yeah. in Seattle. That's what I feel like. Basically, Tremers appeared in Seattle because they maybe it's like they dispersed from other countries because the countries fell in general, mm -hmm. and Goga is trying to establish his own pyramid inside oh, of Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be pretty yeah, would make sense, yeah. Pretty pretty cool. So basically they know that the pyramids all around the US are slowly dropping and yeah. they know internally that this is not working anymore, the blood bonds are gone. So what do we do? We try to maybe take over yeah, at exactly. their own. I was so. I was talking with some friends recently about that because I think a lot of people uh haven't like then they're not super obvious about this in the lore, but like every city is its own nation state in vampire like every mm -hmm. city is so isolated from the other cities so that you have the opportunity to create your own sect of Tremere and like with the with the fall of Vienna because like Tremere were the only ones who were so well organized that they had this hierarchy so that's really interesting that Seattle is so far away from everything else so yeah you can basically start your new house Tremere here and if you don't cause enough waves, nobody's going to bother you. So that's, that's yeah. cool. I want to know more about them. So that was the outsiders. Yes, Number the five. outsiders. And finally, uh, one that I am very, very interested to hear more about is the Baron. Oh, the my Baron. favorite faction. <laughs> Oh, I know why they're your favorite <laughs> faction. No, there are multiple reasons. Not oh, only oh really? Really? Does he have two of them? Um, <laughs> oh, so my the, God. 
The Baron is a mysterious figure in the city of Seattle. We don't know who they are. They're referred to as he. Uh, we know that they have an awesome fedora from the art. And we know that Mr. Stabby. Mr. Moist? What was his name? <laughs> Mr. Damp. Mr. Damp. Mr. Moist is... Uh, my speculation is that Mr. Moist, uh, Mr. Damp is some sort of uh, uh, hitman for the Baron. It's so bad. Why? You know, like we we had the new name for him, which was Stabby, and then the new new name was revealed. They did a cosplay um, uh, uh, guide for him, right? Yes, it turned out the real name of Stabby is even more mimic than Stabby, which is just why. Why did they choose Mr. Damp? I don't know. Because of the memes. It's even more unsettling, though. No! He's murderous and terrifying and and sneaks up behind and obfuscates and murders this guy in front of you. He's like, "Uh, you're not worth my time. You're not on the list. He has a list and stuff. Uh, and then leaves you alone. Uh, but then he's called Mr. Damp, which sounds like some sort of wet clown. <laughs> it sounds like the mascot for like, um, uh, you know, the the hand towels. <laughs> Mr. Damp. It's, it's, are his like clothes damp? Are his hair damp? I don't know. What is damp does he in there? Does he live in a sewer? Does he live in the lake? What is going on with Mr. We know damp? where he live, kind of, but we're going to talk about it later. Oh, actually, now, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. it's time yeah. because we're talking about the faction of a baron and mm-hmm. uh, it's fun because uh, baron is the baron of aurora which is mm-hmm. a district of um, of uh, seattle and uh, it is actually displayed in some of the little uh, tidbits of the, of the trailers and i have a very personally you know maybe as a person who is not in, from from a us and for me this kind of a um landscape with motels and neons it screams hollywood from bloodlines one to me mm-hmm. it's kind of similar so it is kind of the same in seattle where you have these neons you have these like low buildings you have motels and uh, one of these motels uh, i think it's called the the way out or something like that is actually the uh, place where I would say I think it's the place where Baron faction has its haven. And there was a recent dev diary which was published in December, which had the screenshots from the inside. It looks pretty damp in there. <laughs> it looks pretty pretty dirty and uh, and bad. So they for sure don't have the very nice quarters. But maybe that's because they are they don't care about that. I have a question. Do we anybody know what clan he's supposed to be? He's Malkavian, one hundred percent. I mean, I mean okay. Let me let me rephrase that question. Is his clan confirmed? He's not <laughs> confirmed, but it's one hundred percent Malkavian because he's literally in the Malkavian clan video. So right. Okay. So like. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, there's a guy but... looking in the in the mirror, the shadows. Yes. Oh, because because cool. oh, all I'm trying to do is come is think of why it's damp, why that's his last name. And I was thinking, I don't know, I, was, I think I was going off track there and thinking dampier. So maybe he would be oh, one of those. Interesting, interesting, oh, yeah. maybe uh, Eastern European. But I think he has an American accent. I don't know. He has a very cool voice actor. I really wanted to find who is voice acting this guy because I love that voice in the clan trailer. Mm-hmm. 
but and in the in the demo we've seen but couldn't find anything so i think it's a public yet. that's cool but we can I, talk about him later in the I'm, yeah i'm, I'm sorry he's like all i ever want to talk about yeah, i'm glad there's yeah. a myth that's built around him already I, th I think that speaks a lot to uh the production value and like how people are interested in this game uh mm -hmm. because like, we know so little about it but people are just sitting here talking uh theorizing and i think we covered a little bit about the uh, key figures in these factions. Like we have Cross for the Camarilla, but uh, and we have Damp, obviously, and the Baron for for the the Barony. Is for the Baron. Uh, I mean, I think it's just called the Baron faction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Baron is kind of interesting. Like my theory, which I dropped in my previous like mm -hmm. crazy theory video of uh, of Bloodlines Two, is that. Um, we might be actually kind of because there's no mention of anarchs, right? We mentioned all the mm. factions, but mm. no anarchs, obviously. And Baron, and Baron yeah, anarchs for us, right? Because mm. Isaac and because it's uh, literally a function within the anarch faction, mm -hmm. but because of the fact that um, it's it's the Baron, and we don't really know exactly what's you know what kind of a connection to anarchs they might have, I presume none. Um, I my theory is that he might it's like freaking two percent chance, but he might be a Baron Sunday because he is wearing wearing a silk hat. Yeah, he right. is called the Baron in the Curse uh, Cults of the Blood Gods book when there was like a, what kind of a key figures Hekata clan um, finds as their their gods kind of yeah, yeah. mention of the Baron. It's in the book. <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted that at you, didn't they? Yes, yeah, recently. Yes, I, saw that. I, I totally missed that, yeah. Yeah, and that would explain why you don't get to see his face, too. Because obviously yeah, and you'd also, know right away if you if you saw it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, on a picture, there's an illustration. Oh, oh and okay. The, the, he is in the shadows. Uh, so his skin kind of, because there's, like, a, mm. a part of his face visible. And his skin doesn't seem to be rotten. But oh. the eyes are not showing for some uh -huh. reason. So maybe it's because they are, you know, popping out of a socket like Burn Sandy <laughs> was. Good. I don't know. It was so fun. I mean, if if well, then again, like you have uh, you have cults of the blood gods saying that you don't necessarily manifest these attributes anymore. But I feel like the Baron of the Samedi would definitely be be rotting. Like otherwise, that would be a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it would be such a cool idea. Yeah. And I don't know, I was trying to, you know, like drop it around various people from a team. Like, what if it, it's Baron Sandy? They had freaking rock faces. They they weren't oh, showing wow. anything. Oh, wow. Good so I cannot say, you know, I was really trying to dig it up, but no, unfortunately. And when it comes to key figures, uh, there's also Josephine in the Baron faction, mm -hmm. who is uh, um, a lieutenant of the Baron. That's how she is mm -hmm. referred mm -hmm. to. And she seems to be this kind of a... Granny figure because she refers to you as a son, right? Um, I mean, at least in the quote. And she's older vampire, and she kind of probably gives requests from the Baron faction. But we haven't met her in the mm. demo so far. Mm. Yeah, I, I imagine that Josephine is the character we will probably most encounter from the Baron side. I hope we don't encounter damn that much, to be honest. <laughs> hey, but... I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> The female part of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about it later when we talk about NPCs in general, but just living it out here for everyone watching, uh, when we talk about 
we talk positively about very probably very evil characters. It is not because we appreciate what they do, the evil things that we, they do. It's just because we like villains yeah. only on the screen, but not in real life. There is a big mm. separation of that. Just my character can change him. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> now that's problematic. <laughs> that's problematic. No, I mean, I just leaving it out here. I, I guess we should probably talk about it later. But, but I've heard a lot of people saying, "Why are you like fangirling over him so much? He's evil." I mean, when I was five, my favorite book was Disney villains book, and I loved Jafar from Aladdin. And I wanted Jafar to win. And I was very sad that he didn't. So it's just like, you know, you can be a regular person in real life liking people doing good things, but on the screen it, in yeah. fiction, yeah, it's, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's like not a, a real yeah. person. It's, it's this a is game. for entertainment. You're, so we're like, going to yes. enjoy the characters yeah. that we enjoy. You're yes. not allowed to like Darth Vader. You're not allowed to think <laughs> he's cool. It's like everyone thinks Darth Vader is cool. And exactly. he, he, he's super evil. So who cares? Yeah. It's a game. Yeah, I just, I, I'm personally very much into villains and I always was mm -hmm. and I'm not going to fight it just because it's just not, not proper nowadays. I, I feel like it's just something that can stay on the screen and we can still be good people in real life. James Bond is boring. The villains are way cooler. Yeah, exactly. totally. Exactly. But if, I mean, I mean, if you, if you also like think about it, uh, if, wait, no, I, I just started thinking about James Bond and lost my track of thought. Uh, sorry, but sorry. No, no, it's well-written <laughs> villains. Like it, I think it's a sign of well-written villains mm -hmm. that you actually like them. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd rather have like the best bad characters are the ones that you can kind of sort of see their argument and be like, okay, if I were in your shoes, maybe I would have made the same decision. Yeah, but it's a bad decision. I don't agree with it, but I can see how you came to make this uh, decision. I think those villains are 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 the most you know, memorable because you're like, yeah, anyone could have ended up in this situation. Like, if you look at The Shining, like Jack has is suffering with from alcoholism and he's getting cabin fever and he's a failed writer. So, like, all these things are stacking up. I don't like the character, but he's a well-written bad guy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to say there are no good people in Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> no. no one's good in Vampire. There are no heroes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I want to say something about villains. If nobody in the chat is watching Outstar play the most chaotic, evil gang girl ever on stream, you are missing something special. Thank she you. killed Chonk, killed Mercurio, all the oh Thin Bloods. Oh, man, it's something special. You guys really need to watch it. <laughs> I had no idea I can kill Mercurio, and when I found out, and he attacked me. Yeah, that's I, I know, I watched. Mercurio, he attacked me, and I was so sad because he's literally one of the most innocent beings. He's not innocent again, but he's like, <laughs> he has good hearts, and yeah. I murdered him in cold blood, and he was sad. And yeah. you, I, I don't know what you did, but you made Therese freak out. I don't yes. know what you did. I, I was tilting her very hard. I, I basically, the moment that I tilted her the most was the moment when I said that I'm going to kill her, I'm going to kill the prince, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, is that and when she freaks out about her mom? Mother, about her yes, mother, yeah. She's <laughs> calling me her mother. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell her what to do. And I was so freaked out. And the game actually recognizes that you have to be freaked out. So it only allows you to say, okay, okay. After <laughs> yeah. There's no interruption. Yeah, I, I think it's beautiful that that someone who's been playing Bloodlines as much as you have are, is now finding all these 
dialogue options mm. probably the majority of the people playing this game has never heard or seen them mm -hmm. like how many in the chat have fought and killed mercurio i didn't know it was possible. i didn't even know that was a thing yeah that's yeah. really cool so actually well done have... developers I also heard from someone that you can, I haven't managed to do that. I really wanted to, maybe later, but you can kill Bertram Tang mm -hmm. so much that he attacks you. Yep. And yeah. he gets so mad at you that when you come back to Santa Monica, he will not be in the silos anymore. He will be waiting in the streets in between the asylum and your haven, like Ooh. in the back streets. Yeah, yeah attack you and he's very op so you gotta wow. run he's so hard so i i did a i'm doing a sabbat run at the moment with yeah. a clan quest mod and oh. everyone hates me obviously now that i'm sabbat so i was just like oh i wonder what tongue's up to no i don't want to know what tongue's up to he's <laughs> potent and he's fast he's causing masquerade breaches chasing me down the street uh and impossible to kill oh wow. i i have five dots in the uh, uh blood sorcery and i can't kill him can't i am it's impossible waiting for these possible playthroughs of bloodlines 2. yeah and i, I was going to say that uh, i just want to know how much it is possible for us to really screw up with others mm -hmm. and they know already that apparently you can literally lock yourself out of the faction so and even kind of early in the game, you can basically make choices which kind of bring you to the point where some uh, factions will just not talk to you because mm. you are just so bad for them. And uh, because of this, I feel like I will play this game a lot over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I'm interested to know how much they signpost that stuff. So they're like, if you go over here, these people are going to hate you yeah. forever. I hope they I, don't too much. I, I want to be surprised. Yeah, they shouldn't, I feel, because as much as it's going to maybe tilt some people, because I mm. wanted to be with this, you know, it's Vampire the Masquerade. It's a game of plots and devices. And, and intrigue yeah, and politics yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so who do we have? Who do we have? The Outsiders. What was her name, the Tremere? Newcomers. Yeah. Oh, the newcomers. 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 Sorry, not yeah. the Outsiders. The uh, Elif. You have Elif Parmak. Mm -hmm. uh, She's the one on the on the rooftop. Yeah, in yeah. the Atrium Club. It's weird because her surname is Parmak, which means finger in Turkish. Ooh. And that's a very untypical surname. I, I mean, non-existent surname in Turkish language. So Turkish people are like, it's fine that we are represented, but that's a very weird name. <laughs> Why is he called the finger? Um, so yeah, she is uh, basically the right hand of Victor Goga, mm -hmm. who is the main leader of the mm -hmm. faction newcomers and she is the one giving you quests and also the dialogue with her hints that she might be romanceable <laughs> yes we're gonna get back to that topic later on that's that's in bold in the list of topics to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then we have the, the the pioneers being represented by do we have Lou Reed and Lou Grand, which is the the very busty, beautiful uh, Torreader, probably mm. Torreader woman. Uh, pioneers are by default mainly Torreader, apparently, yeah. although maybe mm. not, not only. Like apparently, um, you can actually see that on the poster of uh, Pioneers. There are. There's her, there's this guy which is sitting uh, by her, by the piano mm -hmm. in the cinematic trailer. He's also there. And there's oh, also yeah. a big, big, like, chunky guy. 
um, who mm. I feel like he represents more like, a, like if I have to guess and speculate, more of the workers' mm -hmm. side of pioneers because original pioneers were also these work people, mm -hmm. these yep. ones that raised Seattle literally with their own hands. So right, right. they might be Bruja, there might be Gangrel, who knows? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so Pioneers is the faction which combines it all, but we only know Lou Grand as for now by name when mm. it comes to the faction. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Cross for the Camarilla, obviously. Cross, he has a blonde assistant, but, assistant, but we don't know her name. And for the Unseen, we have Samuel, and we have that uh, woman displayed on the, on the picture poster as well that supposedly will be a leader of the mm -hmm. faction, we don't really know. And the Council of Free, which is in the background, but we don't know their names either. Mm. Brilliant. I feel like we, we don't know the most interesting NPCs yet. Like, I have a feeling they are hiding very, very cool figures. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm super looking forward to this. So let's move on to ourselves, because I don't know anything about character creation, except that apparently you start out as a thin blood. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. The mass yeah. embrace, right? Yes. There is a mass embrace mass embrace event that happens in Seattle, which uh, I guess is what spurs the beginning of a lot uh, a lot of the beginning of the story, at least. Uh, it's the reason that uh, the trial happens. They bring you in to kind of explain yourself and what happened to you. You get attacked in Pioneer Square by a bunch of vampires, you and everyone else gets turned mm. into a vampire mm. and uh, no one can tell why. Oh. So you have to Ooh. figure out why during the game. And yeah, you start off as a thin blood with three possible superpowers, which are mostly meant for traversal. So you can mm -hmm. either float mm. or make things float and, and use telepathy i can't remember what it's called i think it's just called telepathy. mentalism right? mentalism that's yeah. it it's like thin blood There's... alchemy yeah um and yeah that's know. actually used in blood or, alchemy or, and fifth yeah, edition this one, yeah. yeah. There's a this, one is, this one is like based on magnetism i feel right there's magnetism in a film with alchemy it's kind of funny because hmm. all of these free uh, discipline powers they have their um i i would say some kind of a relative in the v5 rules mm -hmm. but it's totally not uh, based one by one um basically they made it more cool let's say because i i don't want to say that film blots are not cool because they are very cool in the base v5 their abilities are awesome and very powerful but not very translatable to a video game yeah like mm, yeah. heroes gamers nowadays it's basically vicissitude it can actually change appearance any part of appearance of a person after Arata, because originally it was only gender, which was mm -hmm. very uh, rare to use, I guess. Mm -hmm. So they changed it to the general parts of appearance. Oh, I didn't so know that. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And very it's cool. like, you can literally set up a freaking uh, appearance parlor for vampires right oh. now with a thin blood and change their, you know, their, that, their is, that is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they have a lot of really interesting powers, but they're not translatable to a video game mm -hmm. very yeah, easily. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. do. Yeah. So that's why you have, uh, instead of that, you have uh, these free mm. weird disciplines, which are not really uh, like available in the V5 mechanically. You have chiropteran, mentalism, mm. and... Nebulation. Nebulation. Yeah, ne nebulation. Which, chiropteran um, right? yeah. mm -hmm. like into a fog. Yeah, Corruptor uh, mm -hmm. is, 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 is bat, bat things. Bat, yeah. Yeah. bat things, bat, yeah. Bats. You can summon bats that actually attack other people or can oh. turn yourself into 
into a bat. Yeah, you can float and stuff. It's really cool. cool. Yeah, nebulation is turning yourself into fog, mm -hmm. basically, and mentalism is telekinesis. Mm. So it's way cooler <laughs> than what you can uh, do by default as a film block in V5. Yeah. Uh, it's just made to have more playable factors. Yeah. And from what I hear, the V5... Thin blood abilities were inspired by things that were from the video game because the two development teams were talking to each other and mm -hmm. they really, yeah. really kind of expanded on what thin bloods could be, which is is great because I love thin bloods. Yeah, yeah. Cool. thin bloods are very much underappreciated. Yet mm. I really hope that uh, you know we just need more chronicles that people will watch more stuff. There we oh. go. That's that's uh, yeah. basically. If, okay if you're interested in that, check out Bloodlust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. But can you say a thin blood in the game? Or do you no, have, for, no, not forever. No. Yeah, it's. I I don't know how they're going to force you to to fight and kill and, and eat or turn into a full blooded vampire. I, however, however it is that it happens, you cannot stay a, a thin blood, and that's mm. confirmed. It's, uh, the reasoning is apparently that uh, you are not able to withstand what is waiting for you if you will remain a thin blood. Now, I'm interested why, whether they're saying that because they're just like, it's going to be too hard and you need to use the powers and you will end up dead. Or there's literally some kind of narrative barrier where you're like, mm. at this point you have to, to move on or die or something. Ah, okay. Which, yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you won't be able to join one of the factions until you are... That's in, that much. makes sense as well. That would make though. sense. Yeah. 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 I have a theory about the actual embraces. And uh, if you guys want to follow me right now, let's uh, use some <laughs> visual aid in here and go to Bloodlines 2 website. Because if you do so, you go to Bloodlines 2. It's all follow out star. Yes. And well. you will go to, to clans. Uh, basically, and you will click on Bruja, for example, and mm -hmm. then on Tremere and Torator, you have all these different NPCs shown mm -hmm. in there, right? Yes. And this is one of my theories, which I also shared in my previous video. I got to figure I... out when I'm born, though. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my theory is that these are the NPCs which you will be able to diablerize mm. to turn mm. yourself into a full-blown yep. clan. Why? Because uh, from most of them, except for Ventru, which I haven't seen at all, I think, in the game, um, I feel like they are more antagonistic mm -hmm. kind of a figure. So, so for example, Malkavian is displayed... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mass Malkavian is displayed in multiple um, instances of the long gameplay trailer, which we've seen so far, in the combat situations. You are basically tossing her around with mentalism. Mm -hmm. Bruja literally attacks you in the cinematic trailer and just basically punches you through some walls. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the attack. Um, Ventru, uh, Ventru, I don't know. Tremere is also displayed where you follow her. And I think it's like a kind of like a crouching behind her and she's like, she doesn't see you. So mm, you basically yeah. follow her somewhere. So it also seems to be like a, a, a character that you're not, you know, very much friendly with. And Torator, there is a theory that she is visible as one of the characters, or she, he, I'm not really sure, um, they, let's say. Mm -hmm. They are visible as one of the characters at the very beginning of the Mass Embrace. The mm -hmm. first character that jumps in front of you has very similar physique 
I, I was yeah. I was thinking really? that like yeah. what if these hmm. this is purely spe speculative though but what if these are the ones responsible for the mass embrace and then exactly. the fact yeah that's, that's it's possible yeah. and yeah. the fact yeah. you just go you got to track down and kill these guys which one are you going to take or you take one of them which would make for good replayability and you diabolize them and they go yeah that's fine that's fine no worries yeah and what I can share with you guys I mean share this is my personal speculation I don't know for sure watch Vain Pursuit. Because I feel, I have a feeling like we are meeting two of them mm -hmm. in, in, in our campaign. And we mm -hmm. already met one. Oh, yeah. I think I know which one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It just, the cogs just went click. It's like, ah? I, yeah. Yeah. I got pretty much obliterated. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> when that happened. Oh. So I, I feel like we are, I don't know that for sure, but I feel like we're meeting two of them. And That's let me awesome. just say, I don't like them. I don't like these people. <laughs> I, I, I can't see why. why like Someone in chat says, you diabolize your sire, maybe. And I don't know if that would be true. You might end up meeting slash killing your sire, but it's oh, there's only been one vampire shown as uh, uh, having turned you. There's a, a cut scene at the beginning where you yeah. see this, this bloke's face and he's... Uh, standing over you, uh, like bleeding into your mouth. It's kind of gross. Ooh. And uh, I, I imagine you'll be able to exact revenge or do something against this uh, against this vampire. But, but I don't but, think that will be the Diablery target. But maybe we, I'm, I'm not even convinced that the Diablery will be the, the thing that lets you turn into a full-blooded vampire. I mean, what is, there's only one other option, mechanically. Yeah, you'd have to be human again and then get embraced. I don't think they're that beholden to mechanics, though. Hmm. What is your theory then? I am. I'm. I'm just going to imagine that there is either some way of taking an older vampire's blood or empowering yourself with a ritual. I don't think. I. I mean. I think it makes sense and would be very exciting to be Diablo. I think that would be very cool. I mean, well, if your theory is true, then that means that we are going to be put on the long table and Victor Goga, the master ritualist of Seattle, is going to perform the ritual on us, which is going to be also very beautiful. And I'm into that. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, there, there is, there Never is, mind. It's going to be Diablo. There is, there, is <laughs> there is one factor here we have not taken into consideration. It's pretty much a given who the taxi driver is in the first game, right? Oh, yes. If anyone would have the ability to, you know... Do mm -hmm. something, maybe mm -hmm. someone like that, maybe an omnipotent character like that. But I was thinking, like what you were saying about the person uh, embracing you, maybe you don't remember initially who did embrace you, and at one point in the story, you get to basically have a flashback, and you can choose who it was that embraced you, and they send you off to kill that person. I, 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 that's how I would oh, have done that, it. Maybe that's interesting. That would be a pretty interesting thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe like describe okay. the person who did it, and you get to do that, and you get a specific cutscene for that. Maybe. Oh. If it was me, uh, I would whichever faction that you're trying to get in good with, they want you to be a full-fledged vampire before you join, I would assume they would want you to diablerize someone from another faction they don't just particularly like. That would be my <laughs> assumption. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. My, That's uh, what I would do if I was a vampire. I think it's my, it might be like, if, if I would uh, have to guess, it's like they are not actually going to be officially a part of any of the factions up until the very end of the game. Mm. You're a little bit quiet out stuff. Learn who is behind that. The same oh, okay. with our sarcophagus, right? It was like a big mystery up until. What? 
What happened? Your your audio is going uh, yeah. loud, quiet. It's weird. Really? Yeah. That's weird. What about now? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're good. okay now. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. I feel like I might have some cable problem because I feel like I was touching my cable. Or it sounds yeah, like yeah. your microphone was taking a nap. Mm. <laughs> Falling asleep. Mm. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I just yeah. was saying that I feel like uh, we are going to find out at the very end of the game probably who's, which faction actually or who stood behind the mass embrace because that's going to be the big secret. And we might find these NPCs before and all the factions are going to be, yeah, we don't like them. You can deauthorize them because these are not us, are not yeah. our people. But <laughs> then in the end, it will turn out that they yeah. are actually that's working for someone. I have one more question about uh, you play a character. Do you know if there's any like character creation, like you get to design them, or is it just like you play as this person or this person? From what I understand, there are character models that you can choose from for how your your player looks. You can't like customize the size of their nose or anything intricate like that. Uh, and then there are also clothes options mm. that you i because uh, there's um dlc codes that Ooh. people have already been given so you can get like a paradox hoodie or something oh, like cool. that that's cool and it's pretty cool and we've we've seen this uh thin blood player character in a puffer jacket already and stuff like that so i think you'll be able to uh, collect clothes buy clothes and customize your that's character awesome. that way which is it's pretty cool um it's not something i considered for bloodlines but i think it makes sense it's not that big of a deal either because it is only first person i think you would only see that in cutscenes and things like that yeah yeah it's um <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be good yeah and also there's going to be a custom i mean history that you can mm -hmm. pick it's similar to mm. the history aspect that was available in bloodlines one mm -hmm. but not in the vanilla game but only unlocked mm -hmm. with the patch and uh, this is actually going to affect some uh, instances and some quests in Bloodlines 2. So, for example, if you pick a cop background, that you were a cop when you were a uh, human, you will go to the, like, on for some mission to the police office. And when you are entering sites, people will just allow you to enter for the main doors. You won't have to sneak behind or anything like that. But maybe you will find your ex-co-worker who will start to ask very uncomfortable Ooh. questions. So, uh, like, there, there are, I think the cop is the only one who, which was confirmed so far, but mm, there will be some backgrounds which you can choose from. That's that really is cool. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, that was yeah. in the first game only available via the plus patch. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't yeah. know whether they created that or just. No, it was, that was dug up from the game files. It was in the game files all the time, but it was locked and it wasn't available. Mm. That's that's what happened. Yeah. Basically, they didn't make it um, uh, appear in the vanilla box version of uh, of Bloodlines, but it was still mm. in the game files, so you, you yeah. could reach that if yeah. you back back in them. Also, people in the chat are uh, speaking about their theorizing. It's, there's no way to remain a thin bot. You have to become a fully fledged oh. vampire at one point right. in the game. Right. So, um, yeah. oh, uh, there was some. I've, I've been talking with some people like. Were there plans for DLC for other clans as well, or is it just going to be these 
six or five was it no it's pretty much confirmed that there will be more clans and they will be free for people who do not own the dlcs mm -hmm. so if you're going to just buy the basic game and the dlcs will go out with the additional clans you're going to still get the clan even if yeah. you don't have the dlc oh. you just won't have the additional quest lines or stuff yeah, like there's that there's not going to be story okay. content for them and i think they're starting off with gangrel Nice. We, we don't know for sure. There's no confirmation. My theory is that's that... One that's the one that's been announced already, right? Gangrel was not announced yet. Well, uh, wasn't it in the um, uh, stuff list for the various tiers of game that you can purchase? There like... was in, in the staff list, there was a mention of the possible werewolves, I guess. In the... Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else then. The yes. So the, the, it didn't actually say Gangrel per se. It is called the Season of the Wolf. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm getting ahead of myself with the speculation now. <laughs> I feel it's going to be Gangrel. Like, it sounds quite obvious, but I don't, don't know if this is going to be for sure the first one released. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get Gangrel and Nosferatu as DLCs, but nice. we'll see. So how is this story going to be connected to Bloodlines 1? Do we have any idea about that? I mean... I don't think it is, mostly. Yeah. There is... For there's, sure, some connection. There's, there's, there's no, there's no like campaign connecting the two. That would be too convenient. I feel. Oh, I really wish there was one. But if there was one, it would be great to have uh, a sassy, stabby Vontru. Yeah. Not stabby, shooty. Some, some, some shooty, yeah. Some driver, angry, likes to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Some neat freak, Malkavian, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be very cool. British Tremere. No, yeah, all the British Tremere. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, when it comes to the storyline of Vain Pursuit and what is like revealed already, and what I can tell you for sure before you watch it. Okay, watch the other episodes, the next ones, if you want to know yeah. a little bit more about the possible connection to Bloodlines One. But uh, the base premise of the story of the tabletop campaign Vain Pursuit, which is a prologue to Bloodlines Two is the fact that we are vampires from LA, Los Angeles, so the place where Bloodlines 1 took place, and Nimes Rodriguez is sending us on a way to Seattle, where Bloodlines 2 takes place, because there's apparently a very important anarch courier going from Los Angeles to Seattle with a very important package and we are supposed to secure the fact that this package has to reach mm. Seattle. And uh, we don't know anything about the couriers, uh, who, who the courier is. We don't know what is inside the package. We don't know anything. We just know that this package is sent by the Anarchs and has to reach Seattle, which is fun because on one side, it does connect uh, the Anarchs, the whole story of Seattle. So that kind of confirms that Anarchs will be there. Mm -hmm. Obi, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, my, my dog really wants to get into the room. <laughs> um, yeah, so so you're going to, to have Anarchs in Seattle somehow. It also confirms that there's going to be some important cargo delivered from Los Angeles to Seattle, which is for, for sure going to be important for the story. Like, I don't know how, but Some I'm sure it will be. Sarcophagus, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Puppy. Dog. Doggy! Uh, but the Onyx Path brought up, interestingly, in the chat, that there's a character called Lillian. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sounds similar to some other lore character, <laughs> roughly on the same level as Kane. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. I, no idea. I was very much... I mean, Lillian is actually... 
name, sorry. Uh, Lilium is actually um, a leak. It is not official. <laughs> so oh. that's fine. I mean, it's like it was kind of a news online and a lot of news sites were picking it up because uh, it got leaked because of the cinematic trailer and one of the artists on the um, on the 3D models that were created for that cinematic trailer actually <laughs> published the picture of Lillian in full glory, let's say, in like Ooh. with her full dress and everything. And uh, then uh, the name was attached to that. Mm -hmm. So this is how we know it. Maybe it's not true. Maybe they just gave them placeholder names. We don't know. Nice. So I wouldn't like take full uh trust in that but uh yeah possibly i really hope she's lilith that would be so cool that would be awesome yeah <laughs> that would be very cool i i i personally enjoy the idea of there being an incredibly old powerful vampire somewhere behind the scenes pulling strings but i think the way that it was done in bloodlines one is uh preferable to being like a foreground character. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, just the cab driver just turns up at, uh, I guess, spoilers, turns up at the end uh, to, to say some cool lines. Um, Lillian seems a little more involved in the city mm. than that, but um, I, guess, I guess we'll see. I guess it's an entirely different game. So, Isn't she speaking to you on the phone at the beginning yeah. of the game too? Like there's this beginning where you um, get out of the Seattle underground. You go to this beautiful place when the Pier 57 is uh, visible yeah, with this uh, Ferris wheel. And then you get a phone call and it is the voice that was uh, heard in the cinematic trailer. So it is her, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. She's talking to you and she's telling you that you need to go to Pier 57 and uh, talk to the uh, film lot called Dominic. And uh, when you do that, uh, Florian in the demo showcase, he was mm -hmm. actually saying, I remember that uncovering who she is is going to be one of the biggest mysteries of Bloodlines 2. Mm. This is going to be one of nice. the biggest nice. plot devices. Um, speaking of that, of the pier, I'm super, I'm super excited to see all the landmarks in Seattle because that's the waterfront with the yeah. Ferris wheel. Um, which is beautiful. And then I want to know what else we're going to see. I assume we'll see the Space Needle and I assume we'll see Pike Place Market and things like that. I can tell you for sure that we are going to see Pioneer Square because yes. that was already shown. We are going to see Volunteer Park Conservatory because okay. that was also shown. And I feel it's going to be the place where pioneers are going to gather because okay. the, there is a moment in the RTX trailer where, where Lou Grant is actually inside the conservatory. So... Um, that's also, I feel like, uh, something that is going to be explored. There's also, it, it's visible from the outside. And there's this one big building, one hotel, I believe. Is it by the that... seaside, perhaps? No, <laughs> let me just see very quickly. Bloodlines 2. There are like a lot of concept arts um, revealed already, which show some locations in the in the Seattle. Well, the, this... cool, the cool thing about Seattle is that it, there is so many locations and there's so many parks there that mm. are absolutely gorgeous. You can tell us because I'm going to post this picture in the chat right now and uh, you can tell me if you can open it, Harry, or can't you? Or maybe... well, I'm, I'm as old as a Methuselah. It's been a really long time since I've been to Seattle. Um, but there's the Amazon spheres. There's like which are these, you know, it's a gorgeous park, but all the parks there have like little things that make them special, little art pieces that make them special, that make them instantly recognizable from all the other parks that are everywhere. Seattle yeah. is, and you know, see, I really, I know they can't put it in there, but I really hope there's some chain of coffee shops 
mm-hmm. along with, because, you know, that's where Starbucks started. I know they can't put that in there, but I do hope that that's some sort of inside of course, joke. Of course. Make I me mean, really happy. It is actually a quest line at the very beginning of the game where you are supposed to go talk to the faction leaders and the pioneers do meet you in a coffee shop. It is not cold, but it is a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did someone mention in the chat that you can also have barista as a background? So oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. So yeah, Pacific Tower is also something that is going to be in uh, in the game. And um, I was actually going to say about the locations. Oh, there's one thing I really hope for, Fremont Troll. There's like this, um, It's you can Google it, guys. So basically, um, Fremont Troll is uh, this big, weird figure of a troll un- underneath some kind of a bridge. Oh, God, it's that fucking thing. It's <sighs> creepy as hell, and Horrifying. I love it. I really hope it's going to be in the game. It's it's great. I don't know what it is, but it's awesome. <laughs> What's the origin of this? Under place. Aurora Bridge. Oh, I see. He's cute. That's that's <laughs> one. That's one I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big like troll figure who yeah. goes out of bounds. And... It's terrifying. Fremont troll. Okay. Yeah. But um, the game is going to be played fairly similar to how original Bloodlines was, right? You, FPS yeah. elements. Uh, disciplines, uh, no confirmed third person. I no. mean, it, it's going to be different when it comes to the mechanics itself because they really want the combat to be more fluent. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the, the main I thing that they're aiming I understand what you're talking about. I well, this one combat was amazing. <laughs> no. no, because like I feel like what they really wanted to do is to incorporate the action movie style mm, inside yeah. a video game. Mm-hmm. So basically, they wanted to really uh, show you how powerful vampires could be, especially when it comes to fighting with humans. Mm-hmm. And how it looked like when I saw the gameplay, it was like you can literally jump from one, like very fluently from one enemy to the other and uh, basically obliterate them in very funny ways and oh, use your yeah. environment to that as well. Mm. So for example, you can climb on a wall cool. and you can drop that to someone and just kill them this way. So there's like a lot of uh, fun environment use. And also there's going to be very much uh, tons of interaction with the weapons of your enemy. Mm. So you can basically punch them, steal their weapon, kill them with their weapon, toss cool. the weapon. Cool. So uh, there's no... Yeah. Um, longevity of uh, usage of a singular weapon you actually are going to destroy your weapons very often i like that i like that but the game is going to have some kind of an algorithm which is going to recognize which weapons you like the most (laughs) so it's going to drop them more often so basically it's going to be more dynamic where you mostly use your enemy's weapons to fight them and the weapons that you tend to be the best with are going to fall more often than others. What a like, cool idea. Nice. I feel it's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, it seems, I like that. seems really, really cool. I just don't know why they were showing uh, the gameplay majorly, majorly uh, using gamepads. Because I seen the gameplay with the, with the keyboard and mouse and it was freaking awesome. It was, uh, yeah. I think, Josh, you were there too. When the gamepad yeah, broke for them, the uh, controller broke. and a... Keyboard yeah. and mouse because they couldn't switch, had to switch between the two. Yeah, the, 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 the controller actually broke for them or something. Like there was some kind of a bug. So they had to switch to keyboard and mouse. It was suddenly way more fluent and it was just like, boop, 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 boop. it was yeah. awesome. So I, I, I really think was, for yeah. reference, if people think about Dishonored, if people think about Bat, the Batman Arkham Asylum games, mm. uh, those are the kind of uh, combat mechanics at the very least. The, uh-huh. You uh, uh-huh. and probably traversal mechanics that you'll see a lot of, but like um, in first person mode. That that's interesting. Yeah, 
I felt a lot of dishonored vibes, honestly. Mm -hmm. It seems yeah. very dishonoredly for me, which is fun because I really like Dishonored. Oh yeah, Dishonored's mm -hmm. a great game. Yeah, I really need to for sure, play the for sure. Fall of the Outsider. That's what I'm on to next. That's interesting. Yeah. And uh, we have do we have branching dialogue trees as well? Like, yep, oh, branching yeah. dialogue. I imagine you will be able to use things like presence or <clears throat> uh, uh, the other one where you command people dominate dominate that's the one gone out my brain but yeah i imagine those will come up and then um oh there's also the uh malkavian one discombobulate Dimentation, which is that's, now that's one especially I, nouns yeah, are not with me today that's not that's not nv5 anymore is it it's oh, not it nv5 is. but it is in the video game yeah, yeah. no, no dementation is uh dementation is a mixed discipline between dominate right. and Auspects, yeah, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. obfuscate, obfuscate. That's the one. It's yeah. obfuscate, I mean, dominate. There's basically oh. dimentation as a power in dominate right now. It's a yeah. level yeah. two or three yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm happy yeah. they nerfed it because it was very powerful and pretty. It was very powerful. Uh, yeah. Well, not happy they nerfed it, but like I, I can see how boiling it down to fewer disciplines makes it easier to <laughs> not have the power. Uh, what's called the. Uh, um, when it just escalates over time creep uh, power creep thank you that's the term mm -hmm. um and that's interesting and oh, i was gonna there was something else i wanted to ask about the mechanics and uh, when it comes to dialogues i feel like what from what we've seen so far dialogues look very much similar to what we've seen in blood nice one yeah. it's mm -hmm. a very it's similar a style it, it literally it looks like the writing is the same you know, it's the, the same kind of style with little snarky comments here and there mm -hmm. and uh, snarky replies to that. Why nice. uh, change it, a working recipe, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems very, very similar, which is super fun. And I love how Dale Taylor dialogue looked like um, at the beginning of the game because uh, you um, eventually end up in the, like, go to the apartment because that's the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. You go to the pier after the woman calls you you find Dominic, which is the Finblood who was embraced just when you were embraced in the mass embrace. Mm -hmm. But he actually used the past two weeks not being in the Camarilla rest like you, because you were literally just like uh, staked. staked instantly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You were staked instantly and you were taken to the Camarilla court. And they took the stake two weeks later yeah. and put you in a chair and did the trial. Ooh. And uh, in that time, Dominic was out. And he was doing the investigation already for two weeks. Dominic is, is the guy with the curly hair and the beanie, right? No. No, no. no. that's Dale. Uh, that's Dale. Who's Dominic, Dominic, Dominic is just a Finlot who was embraced at the uh -huh, same time uh -huh. as you are. And you meet him on the Pier 57, and he's like, I've, I almost cracked it up. I know things. I have investigated things for the last two weeks, and I have I have uh, things yeah, notes then, they then have to share with you. Mr. Got Mr. red string and pictures and yeah. clippings and news. Yeah, and, and Moist Boy comes after Moist him. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so so Moist Boy kills him midly, and then he tries to like kill you, but then he realizes you're not on his list, so he he eats. <laughs> and then you go to the apartment of uh, Dominic, and uh, it turns out that Dale Taylor is his neighbor. And uh, uh -huh. getting to know that Dominic is dead, he has no one to pay the rent for him. Oh. So he's like, oh, you're going to live here now and you're going to pay the rent. Nice. Awesome. Here's some and blood, by the way. 
Yeah, and there's a wonderful dialogue with him where he makes so much fun of you. He's just basically just uh, uh, another fledgling. I was thinking now, if 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 he if Mr. Moist has a list, is it possible he could be doing like a scourge sort of role, like because they they hunt down thinbloods? That was their job. I mean, no, and no, no, I don't think so. Okay. So what we know from vampire chapters, um, which is the mm. it's still on Kickstarter, I feel, yeah, it and is, I guess, two doing, weeks, I think. Is doing wonderfully, mm -hmm. and yeah, it has just seven hundred ninety ca Canadian dollars. I think it's yeah, no, it's seven hundred ninety regular dollars. Yeah, and over a million yeah. Canadian dollars right yeah. now. So there is a, the Mr. Damp's description on that page because um, Mr. Damp is a playable character in Vampire mm -hmm. Chapters, yeah. and let me quote. He is a very visibly egocentric sociopath with an enthusiastic appreciation of death and violence. He is, however, meticulously structured, only ever allowing himself to hurt people on his list. So uh, he is basically kind of driven by this conviction. I would say he's a very much conviction-driven car character, mm. where only hurt people on my list. And the question is, what is this list? Is this mm. a personal list? Is this the Baron's list? I would actually be more inclined to believe that this is Baron's list mm -hmm, and yeah. uh, having the tasks to do. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, um, yeah, it's, it's basically, I don't think it's just because he's a thin blood, because you're a thin blood as well. And then you would also land up in the, on that list per se. But he was hunting Dominic because he knew too much. Ah, I see. And that's a problem because once you get access to his papers and investigation notes, you're going to continue Dominic's investigation. So, sorry. The, protag the protagonist knows too much. <laughs> yes. So, you are going to probably sooner or later land up on Dam's list as well. Unless you work for the Baron, then maybe not. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I also saw that, saw that they were going to do a lot with uh, humors or temperaments mm. uh, because I've seen some, some footage of people walking around and you can basically see their veins with the humors yes. in them. I think uh, I think that's going to be interesting because I think more people will try to implement that in V5 because I know that's one of the most easily dropped rules in V5. Like people have a hard time implementing it in the system. I really hope it's going to be released uh, as the official supplement or something like that to V5 yeah. because yeah. in Vain Pursuit, Later on, it's not it wasn't happening yet, but later on we actually do use bloodlines resonance system, which is a little bit different than uh, V5 one because there are more resonances in general. Oh, right, right, yeah. um, V5 uh, resonances are a little bit different than the ones available in uh, bloodlines, and the bloodlines ones are basically I don't think they have discrasias per se, but what they do is they give you buffs. So, for example, uh, we had a situation where someone drank someone with a specific uh, um, resonance that gave them pluses to streetwise and survival, something like that. So, basically, it's, it's a little bit different than the ones from V5 originally, but um, they are going to be uh, in the game as uh, sort of the buffs that are going to mm -hmm. give you... So, so, basically, depending on what kind of a clan you will play, what kind of a build you will pick, you will possibly try to pick the victims based on your preference yeah. and for example if you're a brawly character then you may want to search for angry people because they're going to give you pluses yeah. to fighting skills yeah and i can imagine it's just like a like a temporary minor boost or something so it's just like a thing that you don't have to do but if you do it you get like a minor, small boost to your 
your, yep. your abilities. That, that's an interesting feature. And I think it's, it works sort of the same in V5, except apparently at higher discipline levels, you also need to feed from a certain type of blood, if I got that correct. Yeah, technically in the rule set, they recommend to advance in a discipline you use an appropriate or you, you drink someone with an appropriate mm. uh, resonance. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that's where the, the Bloodlines um, 2 aspect came from because mm -hmm. I think it gives you, depending on what clan you are, varying amounts of points mm -hmm. for the, the strength of their resonance that you can then use to spend on uh, upgrades and stuff. And also there is this thing with Ventru clan in Bloodlines where resonances are going to be very important for you because they're mm -hmm. part of your curse. And as there is no uh, way to have the exact V5 curse of Ventru uh, translated mm -hmm. into, into Bloodlines 2, what they did is that you will have to look for victims with intense resonance because there are like um, kind of like those balls of light right inside of them. And the ones that shine brighter are more powerful. And I feel what they are going to do is Ventrus are going to be only able to fit from those brightest ones. Nice. So the ones that are like super intense. And uh, that, that's why you will have to fight very strategically. So you will have to kill those with lower resonances first and then leave the one with the most uh, acute resonance as the last one so you can drain them. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> okay. Oh, we've gotten through a lot of different questions about the game so far. We've only got a few more left before we get to the great ones. Um, <laughs> there have been some delays in the development of the game. Uh, I haven't been following the development history of Bloodlines 2 a lot, but the game was announced in 2018, correct? No, at no. the beginning of 2019. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so, yeah. so late. Right. And it was supposed to be released now, but they push it forward to third quarter? Fourth? They haven't got a specific release oh. uh, window, even. They've just said 2020, which yeah. is probably a good idea after having delayed it once. They're just like, yeah. hope they, the, their best hope is that it will come out this year. It's even better now that you realize that Cyberpunk delayed again and they probably don't want to have the same release date or something like that. Mm. So like, imagine if they actually gave the actual date and it would be the same as the Cyberpunk release date. They would yeah. have to move it again and that would yeah. be weird. So I feel like they're doing a very good strategy with that whole we're not saying because yeah. uh, it's not going to leave anyone disappointed in the end or leave some speculations like, oh, are you guys afraid of <laughs> Cyberpunk release? Yeah. <laughs> I so, believe a huge obviously. issue with, with Bloodlines 1 was actually that it did get a uh, an earlier release than it was supposed to have because it was released... I, I Actually, if I think back, I think it was released before Half-Life 2. So it was the first game released with the Source released Engine. Released before Half-Life 2, but yeah. on the same day as, was it Assassin's Creed? Yeah, it was It was the worst possible time for, to release this game. So it no. didn't get a huge uh, success initially. And they yeah. had to rush development. That's why there were so many game crashing bugs in it, because Q&A didn't have time to catch them all, including the Society of Leopold bug that essentially made me miss one third of the game That's, yes. that was great um but uh i think it's good and i agree with you that don't set a date uh release it when it's done we waited this long for a new bloodlines game we can wait a bit more it's fine yeah. and we, we've got vain pursuit we've got seattle by night i don't know if they finished that yet 
Um, yeah, I thought I think it's finished already. Oh, right, right. I think so. I mean, at least the season one. Oh, okay. Season Maybe one is finished, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we got so, LA by Night starting. We got, we got a bunch of stuff to keep us yeah. busy. Yeah, and actually, like, I call me a shill again, but uh, I just want to say that I really liked how Bloodlines 2 was uh, delayed. It was, like, really, really cool way, especially in comparison to, let's say, some other games which mm -hmm. were delayed. Um, because there was this, uh, on ParadoxCon uh, last year, there was this, after the official um, information dropped that the game is going to be delayed, Florian came to the stage and he mm -hmm. said that we want to make sure that we'll deliver this game, uh, w which is going to not like have the same mistakes as Bloodlines 1 had, but also to make sure that our team doesn't have to crunch which was just so nice and it's it's a thing like they don't crunch apparently mm -hmm. they there's like you know barely any crunch um involved in the development and developers are actually you know having a life which is great yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's not like you know what we're going to delay our game half a year and we are already after two years of crunch and this is going to mean even more crunch in the next half of a year yeah which kind of broke my heart a little bit in million pieces so yeah, but, yeah so yeah. from the way they described it they did a little q uh or not a q a but like a, an explanation session about when and how the decision came to delay it and they described that they've actually been asking for the delay for a very long time and obviously when you're in a, a heavy development process it takes time to talk with people plan things out and 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 decide on how and when everything will change once you've started in motion this huge machine to like get a game made uh and so they they ages ago asked for this and at the same time they were like we need more people and so they ended up with uh, a whole extra bunch of developers working on the game they ended up with a whole bunch of extra time and i it makes sense to me like yeah it's just smart also, business probably... development it also apparently wasn't a problem to get that either. Like, uh, Florian is the guy who yeah. is responsible for getting that extra time and money. He's the one that looks at the at the numbers and, you know, makes sure that mm -hmm. everything is just uh, uh, great, right? And uh, people in the end are going to, to, to be paid and everyone is going to be happy. And uh, he was very, very afraid before the big talk, big, big conversations, you know, the paradox uh, that, you know, they had to just basically have this talk where, you know, are we going to be able to delay this uh, just for a little bit? Really, we don't need a big delay. And what he heard was, yeah, sure, how much time you need, you know, like, <laughs> we can give you nice. more. <laughs> we can give you more time. It's fine. Because they really care about making this game good i feel and there's it's just not a problem when it comes to dropping more bucks in the development just to make this happen yeah. and uh, it's not like uh, you have to fret carefully on how to you know announce this to the management because they're not going to agree because they want to have the game released right now um i feel like they learned on the mistakes of troika and i, I mean actually activision troika was not guilty yeah. of anything for <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just feel like they know what's not to repeat, which is which yeah, is a good sure. sign. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think Paradox uh, in general, like this is sort of a new field for them, right? Like they're mostly known for their strategy games, mm. uh, real-time strategy games like... Uh, Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings, uh, Victoria Empire Under the, Under the Sun, Stellaris. Uh, but they've been branching out a lot lately. I've heard. Like, didn't they re also yep. publish? Was it Mech Warrior? Yep. BattleTech. Also, Battle Tech, that's yeah. the one I was thinking. Of. Yeah. Me Mech Warrior, close really, enough. Really good, really good game. Um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So really um, cool. I'm, I'm glad like, they they listened to the developers, and I mean, the the time to release the game is now. Like, people are the hype is building. The Renaissance of Vampire is going on, and. Uh, I'm I'm so excited for this game. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, and let's hope that it is going to sell well enough for us to be given Bloodlines 3 and 4 in the future. <laughs> One can hope. I only hope that the, the release of this game gets even more people interested in Vampire. Oh, yeah. yes. Is the hope of yeah. this. That's that's our job, guys. They can do the game, whatever the game is going to have. That's their thing. But we need to translate this whole, yeah. you know, hype into people actually interested in role playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. Because yeah. like, because like, I I believe that several let's plays of Bloodlines are directly responsible for a lot of people getting into V twenty. For example, mm. I know most of the people I role play with who I haven't role played with in the past are like, yeah, I saw Bloodlines, I played Bloodlines, I got interested, I got into the role playing game that way. I would believe that a, a huge part of the audience right now were people who started playing it via the computer game. Um, yeah, Bloodlines is yeah, how yeah. I got into VTM. Yeah. That, that uh, was my yeah. way in. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm I'm seeing the possible wave of new people coming yeah. into Vampire the Masquerade after Bloodlines 2, and I'm so happy. I really hope it's going to be as awesome as it was when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope so too. Maybe we'll see a remake of uh, Vampire Redemption. I was. This is like something that I so much want to happen. I want people like, for example, folks who made Grim Dawn. Mm -hmm. Or something like this to make an. Ah, I, I was talking about it in previous Beckoning in episode one, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just really want an action RPG based on the lore of Amber the Masquerade. And yeah. it was so cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a good time to be alive or undead, <laughs> as it were. Or unalive. Yeah. Now we're getting to the juicy stuff. Yeah, uh, let's. Uh, are we are we gonna do romanceable characters first, or are we gonna kind of merge <laughs> that with the uh, the little game of? Uh, I don't know if I can say that on the say it on the your stream, but fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. You could you, you could say that. bang you could say bang Mary Kill. Bang Mary Kill. Yeah, we'll bang keep it yeah. I mean, we can start with bang Mary Kill, and then we can <laughs> branch over to the actual romanceable. Yeah. I need to befriend bloody. There we go. <laughs> That's my version. Do we have uh, do we have all the NPCs available with pictures somewhere easily so I can look them up? <laughs> I mean, you, the, I guess you have superficial person. I was gonna say the same thing. You gotta check out the Bloodlines two page and the factions. I would Perfect. say that's yeah. that's where you have the. All right. While I do that, who who wants to start with a bang? What do you what do you call oh. it, uh, Trev? Uh, Josh. Josh, sorry. Do that. Uh, okay, Josh okay. Wants to we, start. Are we are we doing the fuck marry kill? Yep, that's what we're yes. doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, let's go. Uh, this is hard. Okay. Fuck Elif. <laughs> marry. Uh, 
marry Alec Cross and kill Mr. Damp. You're really on the marry daddy. <laughs> he can take care of it. It's like a sugar daddy. So, yeah, sorry, sugar daddy. You what... sound very much like a Camarilla fun boy, Josh. Are you? Uh, well, I don't know who the Baron is yet, so I can't marry them. I see. I see. If they're out, about... then I'm in there. What about you, Harry? Um, well, bang Mr. Damp, obviously. Added in there. Obviously. Marry Alex Cross because, or Alec Cross, excuse me, because money. Money is nice. And that's my reasoning for it. And kill, <laughs> kill is the hardest one for me because I was going to say Samuel, but I kind of like him. I'm trying to think of someone I like the least, but I can't. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with Samuel. I would probably marry Samuel. Maybe not my main choice, but yeah, he's fun. Well, he used to be an 80s business guy, right? Wasn't that his, isn't that his backstory? Really? I don't even know. Is it? I could look it up. You can <laughs> look I'm, it almost, up. I'm almost positive. That sounds good. Okay. So, so who, do, who would you kill if not Samuel? Maybe Elif. <laughs> oh no! I want to fight. <laughs> yeah, we can find it out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he was a manager during the technological boom of the eighties. Mm, interesting. I'll kill Elif. He sounds like a cool person. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very difficult question for me because, like, you know, when it comes to sexual relationships. I am the kind of a person that likes them to be wholesome and I don't want to be killed while having fun. So I guess I don't want to be stabbed while having fun. Um, so I cannot pick Mr. Dam, which is sad. But Reasonable I expectation, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I would actually pick Lou Grant for fuck because she's just very beautiful and she also is a torator probably and also based yeah. on a madam so probably knows what you mm. want yeah, she, right? knows yeah. she knows she knows how to make me happy probably you know? <laughs> probably so i feel like when it comes to the like uh, most satisfactory option that will be her mr Tam has a low humanity probably so he cannot even raise it up so i just you know. <laughs> well it depends on how loosely you define bang <laughs> i mean <laughs> going to get <laughs> I was trying to get to the stuff part but no let's leave the topic behind um and talk about behind the flu grant so um also afterwards once you are you know uh falling asleep you can you have very nice pillows to yeah. mm -hmm. lay your head on so the <laughs> ground is the perfect choice and I'm going to fight over it Mary I really want to say Victor Goga, even though I don't know anything about him, but he kind of looks like my husband a bit. So, you know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, also he's premier and I like to have my husband, uh, you know, very smart and, and uh, knowing rituals and shit. So, yeah, um, marry Goga and kill Alec Cross because killing princes is the best thing ever. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Prem, you're up. Oh god, this is hard. <laughs> uh I just looked up Lou Grand and um <laughs> <laughs> Well 
Uh-huh. George, fuck is easy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm actually gonna go with her. For, it's either her or Cross. Um, for for fuck. I mean, Cross is hot. I agree. Yeah, but Cross, I feel like he's kind of he seems a little bit boring, you know, missionary style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but oh god, this is becoming financial reports. Okay, let's go with Lou Grand. Just like Josh said, she she knows what she's doing. She's been at this for a couple of years. Uh, Mary Elif. She seems like an interesting person who had who would have a lot of nice. I would have a lot of nice conversations with. She's probably going to betray you thousands of times because she's a Tremere. That's yeah. fine. I'll give it a That's hand. There's a little bit of excitement. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I have no idea who I would kill. That's the problem because, because I, I love yeah, everyone. that's the hardest one. Yeah, uh, I think the Baron, mostly because I don't like the sound of his name or their name. <laughs> wow. Um, also, not a huge fan of anarchs, although I have gotten more, uh, more, uh, more comfortable with them in V five. But uh, hmm. You Camarilla bastards. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, though, that get back to me after I've played uh, Bloodlines 2, and I will give you a much better answer. My uh, will, I imagine yeah. my answers will change. Once we'll I've all have different it. answers then, yeah. 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 We can I'm come back to that in another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can. We can. Um, because we were going to talk a little bit about romanceable characters, because this was not a feature, sort of. It was kind of a very simple feature in... In Bloodlines One, you could get posters for Velvet Velour and some but other. No, the posters were okay. You could they get the poster from edition. Velvet, mm. but in general, posters were given to you actually by Gary Golden. In, Gary Golden oh, that's in right, the quests right. with the tapes. You had mm. to find him the tape and some other things, I guess. But... Tape, a wooden duck. Of yeah. all sorts of stupid things. Yeah. I love the fact that the wooden duck was in the most secured place ever. Yeah, it's in the comic. It's in uh, Metalhead Industries or whatever yeah. it's called in Hollywood. Horrible. And there was like super hard hacking mm. test to get to the freaking metal duck and tons of like gunmen on the way mm-hmm. to the wooden duck. Yeah. That's a w- very weird quest line. Uh, but yeah, you could get. Um, Vivi, kind of a romance buff. She, she sent you a nice poetry if, if you were nice to her. Mm-hmm. Jeanette, you could bang, um, which was weird because she was pretending to be a cat in that audio cat scene. Yeah. So mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> um, you could also bang Romero, but it was just basically being his hooker for a night because yep. that's what he was into. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could also, I guess, uh, yeah, blood bubbles, but that's not really romance. So. No. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I kind of took it as sort of similar to the older Fallout games. Like, uh, yeah, you could have relationships, but never really like a romanceable option, which, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would say romanceable options generally include a, a kind of narrative aspect aside from pick this this right option and now, and now you can ha- have sex with them or you can uh, talk to them about love or something. I mean, yeah. which is cool, but I don't. I mean, it's not an, a, it's not a dating game, but I, I I think there will definitely be some sexy times ahead. I'm actually wondering, because basically what it was uh, explained to us for now is that the romances per se are not confirmed. 
what is confirmed is that the characters may flirt with us to get some goals. Mm -hmm. So it may not be actually very wholesome. And mm. I would actually wonder whether there are going to be any love scenes per se. I would guess that not, because they're, these are vampires and they don't really have sex. So... I, I would I would like to see romance options in the sense that because you're a new vampire, older vampires will know that you don't have the same frame of reference. They will, of course, exploit you, maybe pretend to be interested in you romantically, sexually, just to get you, like you said, out so to do what they want. And I think I, I would I would like that to, to, to feel like uh, that would really get me in the mood of vampires saying that, oh, I've just been literally tricked into doing something for someone because I'm still thinking with a with a human brain, I guess. But also that would kind of go the line of like kind of iffy themes, uh, like exploitation. So I don't know if they would do that, but it certainly I mean, fits with the vampire uh, mindset of like... That's the problem because exploitation is in the very root of vampire, the masquerade and vampires in general. You mm. exploit humans for their blood. It's very like not fun it's basically you are using the bodies of mortals in a way that is not consensual mm -hmm. yeah. like yeah you can be a consensual as well it's very rare in vampire the mask right so it just i guess it's a theme that it has to be explored a little bit from the fantasy viewpoint where um i guess the regular sexual romances are just not a thing it's more of a maybe an idea or a promise of mm -hmm. a romance like Vivi was doing Vivi was perfect at it she mm -hmm. was giving you this she wasn't really romancing you there was no smooching or hugging mm -hmm. involved but she was giving you this whole idea of the romance which is so enticing that you totally bought into it I bought into it so much oh yeah I was like just sway me <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I I'm sorry that. good fine I was gonna say I really like the the idea of the romances because I really want to see how they do it because I'm sure all of us have played Mass Effect or Dragon Age and how those romances are big and sweeping with the music you know the mm -hmm. whole the whole thing but I don't want any of that in blood I want romances but I want to almost explore the idea of is love possible among damned creatures I almost want to explore mm -hmm. that kind of idea I feel like there might be like at least one character which will have it more like 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 more real feelings to it mm -hmm. involved, which would be very funny because I you know I know that's uh, Kara Allison who is behind the writing, the half of the writing, the other half is Ryan. She's really into romances in video games, and she has very nice view sets on that. She did articles on romancing in video games, which are super cool. interesting. Cool. So I I know that like if you have her involved, it would be very weird not to include romances in some way. The question is, what is going to be the way that they're going to do this? And I feel like uh, they, like my guess is that they're going to use that in the future marketing campaign before the premiere. So we're going to hear more about this because this is a super enticing part of uh, Bloodlines 2, which people are waiting for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but, but like you have also the idea that less is more in romance options. Like I think uh, yes. like in, in uh, Coteries of New York, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I can't romance Kadir and everyone went for, but that just kind of generates a bunch of fan content, a bunch of fan fiction. Like people really want something that's just almost there. So I can imagine they're, they're really going to toe the line with this. Just no, like with, with Coteries, I feel like we might even get the romances in the future because the developers yeah, were very much I into 
they want to actually uh, make the game, like evolve the game into into something bigger and add some more stuff to it after the premiere. So I really hope that Kadir is going to be romantic. Oh my god, me too. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering what the rating for the game is because at the moment all I can see is uh, the inappropriate for children content warning. So mean, I guess we will have a better idea of whether there's uh, sexual content or romance based on that, uh, based on its rating. Like, not necessarily explicit stuff, but... Yeah, I'm just... I don't see exactly the place for the actual sexual scenes there. Maybe. It would be really fun to see them, but I just feel like vampires are not that much into Bumchi Kawawa, so... Yeah. So, it, I mean, do you guys feel honestly that Bloodlines... Okay, this is going to make a lot of people angry at me. But do you literally think that Bloodlines 1 would be better if Jeanette's sex scene would be shown in person? Nope. Thank no. you. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying the, in, the inference of uh, uh, sexual contact, like, it's, it, for example, that scene in Bloodlines 1 definitely bumped up the rating yeah. uh, for, for the... Um, uh, for but then the game. you have Witcher Free, which literally shows you the, the boom chicka wow wows. Yeah, explicitly uh, so. Yeah, it was funny because I was actually doing the stream on the official GOG channel for um, expansion with Shani. It's Hearts of Stone, I think. Mm -hmm. And the sex scene with Shani on the boat is very explicit. Like it's mm. the, the bits are not showing per se. Of course, the her tits are showing, but it's literally just two naked people banging on a boat, and there are zooms. And I was just like main gog channel, you know, Twitch, and there's just like these two people doing the, the it thing. Goes in on my for camera. a long time. It goes for a long time. So I was just sitting there, and yeah. I was like watching Chad's reaction. I was like. Am I going to get this channel banned or not? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was playing Witcher 2, uh, like I told you before to catch up, and I was like, they came to the scene in the Elven bath bathhouse. I was like, this is taking way too long. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I, this, this I feel weird watching this. So. Um, but I'm yeah, not a I, huge fan of sex scenes in video uh, games. So me neither. I, I think yeah. again, less is more. I, I think you can yeah. certainly imply stuff happening, and I think that's better. Uh, mm -hmm. Like the whole intro scene of Bloodlines, uh, which is yeah. sex going on, but then you just catch the aftermath for it mm -hmm. uh, and implied stuff lying around on the floor. I think that's a great way to do it uh, without being too explicit about it. Um, I think Bioware games have really spoiled people into expecting big, long cinematic yeah. sex yeah, scenes games. Oh, God. From, I, I don't know. Like It's just... It feels a little bit juvenile for me to be into this kind of a thing because uh, these things are always, you know, they, they always covered, of course, partially. And then they're also like very long and try to show you as much as, of the, you know, flash as possible. Mm -hmm. It's kind of <laughs> like, you know, there are sites for that. You don't have to have. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't got to have in everything. I want to argue, though, I kind of liked sex scenes. I, I thought they were not, not wholesome at all. They were actually <laughs> very, very sad. Um, sex scenes in Red Embrace Hollywood, which were displayed by... There was just one picture of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, your characters uh, entwined together. Mm -hmm. And the description was very, very little. And I mean, all the details were described, but... Mm -hmm 
was just written in a very nice way. Uh, like, um, it's kind of rare to see, let's say, good erotic roleplay out there. It's just, usually it's extremely cringy and bad. Yeah, I've seen and you really, wage a war against it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we, we have memes about that on our roleplaying server because we had so many bad RPers that we're trying to, because we have a rule against RP, uh, ERP. Yeah. And uh, we, we had tons of people who were trying to kind of circumvent that rule and write some of the very, very badly written um erotica but yeah red embrace actually has these scenes which are really nicely written because they have some psychological ties to the characters which also are just very creepy and not nice uh and not wholesome at, at all but i liked it because it really showed this part of the vampire the masquerade very nicely although it's not a vampire the masquerade game which i wish it would be because mm -hmm. it, it's literally it's screaming vampire it's screaming v5 to me yeah. and uh it, it it just should be licensed <laughs> so so yeah yeah i need to play that uh i haven't been able to yet it's a vampire right that's that's the one a red embrace hollywood oh, red no, embrace hollywood yeah. yeah i saw some of your thumbnails for that it's the, it's the game where you date dates it's it's a game about uh vampire boys let's say nice. but it's, it's very gruesome and dark Ooh. And uh, it actually shows how relationships with vampires just don't pay, pay off very well. The game was very heavily criticized on Steam because of the seemingly lack of positive endings, which I don't really agree with because I actually had an ending which I was very okay with. It wasn't, there's no wholesome ending in this game. There's no ending where you lived happily ever after. Why, would you, why would you expect one in a game yeah. like that? But people were just like, it's a game which really ties you say, emotionally to the characters and you really wish them well for some time. And then like very bad things happen. Yeah. And, and some of the endings are very gruesome and very, very, very negative. But it's again, for me, it screams V5. It screams Vampire the Masquerade. And that's what I love about the system. It's not supposed to punch you in the head and make you feel good. That's my view on I that. I mean, you all have finished... Uh... Coteries of New York, right? I haven't. At this point. Oh my god, get on oh, that. Been too long. Yeah. I'm, I'm just doing the last place. I have another episode to push out today. Yeah. And it's just well, it Yeah, then we won't talk about that. But no. we did get a request a little bit back in the chat for a uh, bang Mary kill for chat for for coteries. Uh so do we wanna sorry you, for, you for, can for do that, yeah, sure. Switching. Everyone can do that. I, I can say for, for now on, yeah. Mary, Kadir, fuck Kadir. No. Um, fuck. Uh, can I fuck Agathon? He's cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. That. He's nice. I like him. He's like brooding and uh, my type. Uh, so, yeah, fuck Agathon, Mary, Kadir, and kill Benoit so far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess mm -hmm. the church guy. He's I don't like yeah, him. He's, he's, he's kill me. Weird, yeah. 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 Huddy, do you have any? Uh, yeah. It's hard to pick between Bang and Mary for Kadir. Oh. the issue. But I'll pick Bang Kadir. No, no, no. I'll pick Mary Kadir. Fight. <laughs> Bang Agath. Not Agathon. Who is the guy at the church? French that was, name. That was uh, Benoit. Benoit, yeah. You Why? <laughs> I don't know. He's French. And um, who would I kill? 
I don't want to say in front of Outstar, but I think everybody knows who I would kill. Oh yeah, that uh, guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's yeah, who I, I would I kill. Have, I have some internet drop for some reason. Do you, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm having some. Oh, uh, you. Yeah, you're can you hear me? breaking Sput up a little bit. Yeah, Sputtering. Yeah. I think it's. I yeah. think it's the stream going like, no, no, this is enough horniness for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gross. My, my Ew. Just dropped completely for some reason. Yeah. Oh, weird. Seem to be back now. You're back. Do you hear us? Uh, one, two, three. I can Hello. Yep. hear you. See you and hear you, but uh, my stream is not running. Mm. That's weird. Yeah, I'll because check. I have zero kilobytes sent currently. Ooh, so let me try to get back there somehow. Yeah. Hopefully. And you guys can see me. Oh, yeah. I think I still yep. can see you in very mm. low quality for some reason. Yeah, yeah you look low quality to us, I yeah, think. You're a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit glitchy on our end. Yeah. Uh, I have very low internet connection for some reason right now. Huh. I'm not really sure why. I will try to go live again. This is going to be patched yeah. from two parts. Going live, trying my best, but I don't think it's working. Yes, yeah, people are catching up now. That it yeah. Yeah, check happens. <laughs> One, two, three, four. There's no server connection. That's I will try another server in Warsaw. Start the stream. I can't send them. Oh. oh no. Well, I think I think my DNS just died. Oh no. Okay, your stream works, Josh, right? It is still working. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to send people to your guess because yeah. my my it's not working. Yeah, my the, yeah, the connection to you. I mean, it might be Dennis. It might be the um, storm. Oh yeah, yeah that's problems. the storm that's going on. Like I'm having a oh, really? too. Yeah. What storm? What? Dennis. Uh, storm Dennis. Storm Dennis. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> okay. He's so coming over here gonna... <laughs> being a menace. Oh wait, I think it might be working. He's working. Yeah, you're back. You're back in your chat. Yeah, I see you. Okay. Yeah, it's working now. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Welcome back. Huddy Welcome would back, kill everyone. that guy. We know he's a boss. That's all we're gonna say. Yeah, Huddy yeah. would kill that guy. Yeah. Huddy would kill that guy a lot, like would, over and over and over again. Too. The boss is <laughs> yeah, like a hundred times. Oh yeah, the boss. Yeah, that's that's all. You're we don't want to say. That's all you're gonna know about the boss. Terrible. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. Josh. Uh, fuck, hope, marry, Robert, kill, Kadir. Woof! Woof! <laughs> the uh, betrayal. Not expecting that at the, the end. Betrayal. <laughs> oh wow! Why do you want to kill our honey boo? Who is Robert? Was he the thin blood person? Robert's the thin blood person. Oh, okay. He's actually kind of nice. He's yeah. cute. Okay, he's cute. I, agree. I don't like his hair. I, I it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he looks a bit. We can we can fix that though. There's gel. Gel exists. A little brushy, brushy. Okay. Um. I want to yeah. yeah. F just very quickly, uh, fuck uh, Agathon, Mary, Kadir, brush hair, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. I love it. Um, I was going to say fuck hope, but I, hope is great. That's why you say that's why you say bang hope, because you don't marry hope. <laughs> but um, I, mean, I might actually really go like for uh, Tamika. I like her. Oh, I like Tamika, too. She's great. 
I kind of tried to wonder now how sex with with uh, Hope will look like, and I imagine her changing personalities every five seconds. Yeah, she's. she's... It might be just like very weird. <laughs> yeah. Hope is way too manic pixie dream girl for my taste. It was yeah. way too yeah. much. She leans into that way too much. Yeah, she does get a little bit over the top at times. Tamika is yeah. great though. Uh, so mm-hmm. fuck Tamika. Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna marry? Oh, f- <laughs> Here. Um, no, I'm gonna say, uh, gonna say Agathon. No, well, you know, there's you got a point there, but mm, uh, maybe someone should finally marry D'Angelo, who's also very wholesome. D'Angelo is wholesome, you know, I'd marry him, he cares for people. Oh, yeah, I'd marry him. I am, I would kill uh, Thomas Arturo, the harpy of the Torador. He is oh yeah! Horrible. Someone... I hate his little ascot. It bothers me. Mm. Someone in the chat is saying that Hope would be busy on her phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. totally. That is, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fair enough. No, it's so sad. But uh, death to Thomas Arturo. He is a oh, terrible yeah. little gremlin, and I hate him. Guys, mm-hmm. I have an idea. Yeah. As we are on this topic, we probably should do the same for Bloodlines 1. Ooh. And at the same time, talk about who do you think is going to appear from Bloodlines 1 in Bloodlines 2. Good, good, good topic. Oh, yes. Well, if you want to know my thoughts, then you can watch a video that I've already made. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let everyone go first, since right. uh, I've got that out there. But I, I can I can go on to that. Mm. Yeah. Who, who do you want to come up in Bloodlines 2 that you've already seen? Beckett. Solid choice. Solid. <laughs> that's, Solid. That, that, that's really the only person I'm really hoping to see. Oh, can I just say, now I know you guys are probably not caught up on LA by night because you're not insane like I am, but um, Beckett was mentioned for in LA by night. Oh. Super exciting Great. because he was only mentioned one time before when they were in revolutionary France, so that one doesn't really count, but he was mentioned in modern times and apparently Carver and Beckett are buddies. Oh, I love it. Holy oh, crap. Of course they are. Yeah. I was Josh, of course they are. I really so. want to help my guest, guests playing Beckett. That would be so awesome. I want Matthew Mercer playing it. Beckett. Is that, <gasps> yes. is that crazy? Yes. yes. Be very cool. He would is that be too, that's not crazy? No, no that's not crazy. Amazing for Beckett. So since Hardy uh, went on and fangirled about uh, LA by night last time <laughs> I have since caught up with the new season yes. so I'm starting to understand what you are on, you are on about now <laughs> check out the we previous understand episode. each other now we I talked a lot just, about LA by night yeah I sorry I'm sorry watch the last episode where they heard that Eva is doing some shenanigans in there uh Eve Eve oh, yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's she's up to her usual shenanigans yeah with with like grenades or yeah. stuff yeah so, oh, oh, Eva. Sorry, sorry. I was, I was, oh, oh, Eva. Eva, 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 I mean, Eva. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So I heard some shenanigans are happening in there. I was well, just like, oh, some me. shenanigans are happening between Jasper and Eva, but that's neither here yeah. nor there. Oh! There, there. There was a poll about uh, what, what Victor did as well um, on, on Twitter, but I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, because he donated the team, right? Didn't he? Yeah, he used, he mesmer, mesmerized them, made them step out. Of the- I made a review about it's coming out tomorrow, but um, I'm on I'm on Victor's side. I don't hold my ideals so black and white. Team Victor, in this mm-hmm. case. Um, I'm going to step in now and mm-hmm. say who I want to see in Bloodlines 2. I'd like to see uh, Gary Golden. 
this uh, famous <laughs> Hollywood superstar. I can't do his voice, but Jason Carl doing Gary Golden. That's what I want to see on Bloodlines too. Yeah, that's yeah. something else I have to say. Yeah. Gary Golden, I guess canonically, since LA by Night is canon, is feeling the pull to the beckoning. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I was so upset. Isaac, I know him. And yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Gary. Gary is so great. Uh, he he was my favorite NPC of, uh, or he is my favorite NPC of LA by Night. That isn't played by another actor, I mean. He's awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Uh, well, I can't tell you much <laughs> about who I think is going to appear based on what I know so far, what's been pursued. <laughs> Uh, but, um, well, when it comes to who I want to appear, I would say Jack. Smiling Jack. Smiling Jack, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Also a solid choice. Um, mm -hmm. What if there's like some shenanigans and Pisha appears? She is yep. a fan favorite. I, I think I a lot of people like want to see Pisha reappear just because she's so cool and mysterious. And has a lot of space to be explored as a character that um, wasn't in the first game. Watch my video about what happened with the characters of Bloodlines One, and I did say in the video that Jack is dead, but that was in the book, which was retconned. I mean, retconned. He's mm -hmm. not. He's not dead. He he's is, not dead. No, not anymore. Uh, no, no. Uh, Beckett's Jihad Diary has an entire chapter. He's in Africa. Yeah. According to the new law. Yes. What is the name of his child? It escapes oh. me. Jenna Cross. From that, uh, yes, jihad, the Gehenna book, yeah, yes, that's the Cross, yeah, yes, yes, and everyone's saying Officer Chunk. Obviously, we can yes. have Officer Chunk or one of his many brothers turn up. Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. Chunk, 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 somewhere. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Oh, no. Yes. Oh boy. Um, I mean, a lot of people want to see Ming Jiao as well. Uh, yeah, she's cool. They want Quajin, but it's not going to happen, probably, because mm. Quajin no. are not. They have to be redone very, very much up, yeah. for the ground up to appear mm -hmm. in uh, any any future uh, Vampire mm -hmm. Masquerade settings. And I really hope they will be redone by by people who know more about the, the, the culture <laughs> of said <laughs> nations. Agreed. So, yeah. Uh, but about the F FMK thing, oh, damn. That's going to be difficult. I would say, for the fuck part, Vivi. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly. She's just... She, exactly the same reason that I would give for Lou Grant. Like, she would know what to do to make you feel good. So, it's a perfect choice. Mary Beckett. Uh, although, like, I gotta say, yesterday on the stream I was talking about that. I had a very huge crush on Beckett when I started playing uh, Vampire the Masquerade when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I had an immense crush on this guy. And when I am replaying the game now, I kind of am happy that my taste in men kind of evolved because he was such a condescending bastard. Yeah. Like, such a smug piece of ass. And, you know, like, I was this kind of a teenager that was very much into these smart asses. Like, if someone was smarter than me, it didn't matter that they are egocentric, that they don't look very good or anything like that, because they were smart. And uh, I was just like, you know, my taste was just very questionable because of that, I would say. Big fan of ass. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just say that... Um, if, if he can sometimes agree with someone else and stop talking, 
than Beckett's. I don't see that happening. Shit. Uh, then Heather. <laughs> no, Heather. Um, I would be Beckett's to, to Heather, so no. Uh, yeah, but Beckett's would be fun and kill LaCroix, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, difficult. Oh, man, this is difficult. Someone else do it. I, I'm going through the list right now. <laughs> okay. you, you guys have played it Someone way else than go. I it's not a test. There's no wrong uh, answers. I know, I know but I, I need to think. I need to go back down memory lane and try to figure out who to pick. I can go. Um, so, obviously, same as Outstar, VB for fucking or banging, excuse me. Um, I'd marry Chunk, obviously, because he's my cherry red gummy man. Yeah. And, <laughs> and who I'd kill. <laughs> The list is so long of who I'd kill, but uh, probably Amalia, just because she's horrendously horrible. Awful. Kindred. <laughs> she's Aww. terrible. I mean, she has a reason to be terrible. You know, I most can... knows for her to have a reason to be terrible. She's just extra about it. That's true. She's horrible. That's true. I like her. Can I also, can we say like uh, bank, marry, kill, adopt? Because I want to adopt that poor llama. Oh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just want to adopt it. I want to give it a good home. <laughs> never let it into Hollywood again. <laughs> I can't believe no one said, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't believe I didn't say bang for, I might for Pisha. I, I mean, uh, maybe <laughs> not. Uh, she uh, she yeah. might it's smell like death. Yeah, you know what happened? <laughs> I haven't seen that dialogue option before, but when I was playing the display for Now of Low Humanity, there's a dialogue option where you actually approach her, and the first thing you say to her, uh, you have some tissue hanging down your chin <laughs> or yeah, something. I love it. Yeah. Sorry, All right. Oh, yeah, Nines Rodriguez. Yes, I was oh. just going to say that. Uh, I'm gonna marry that? Nines. He's, uh, uh, he's brilliant. I don't get it. I don't either. Oh my Everyone God, in my I comments was like, "But Josh, as someone who doesn't fancy men, you don't understand." I, I, I'm fully. I, I just totally don't get it. Everyone well, else hot. will get oh. it from Nines. That's fine. I, I, I but, like Nines because of his personality. I like his outlook on on life. And uh, when he was in LA by Night, I was like. So, <laughs> well, yeah, Louis nice. Louis Carrezzo, or if that's how you yeah, say his name correctly, yeah. is hot. He's great as Nines, though. Like his introduction, it was I mean, he was amazing. But Mary I mean, Nines, uh, fuck. Oh, this is a tough one. Fuck and, everyone. Andre. Uh, Andre. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. freaky. Ugh. Yeah, freaky. He can be whatever I want him to be. Uh, and the he's, kill... a, he's a walking, walking and talking about dragon toy, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. What's there not to love? <laughs> so, um, oh who would I kill? I mean, Stanley Gimble, but that's not really fair because he's already dead. The guy with the uh, prosthetics. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, so is LaCroix. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Most would... of the characters are already dead. That's that's true. If you were uh, into Freaky, why why kill Gimbal? Why not freaking, you know, drag Andre and Gimbal together to the bedroom if you want to have a freaky uh, night? Who knows? I think I think I would like to kill Strauss, actually. Mm. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I would like to kill Strauss. Good most, luck. Mostly because I want to see him lose his composure. Uh. I want to see him lose his cools. You can actually attack him in bloodlines, which I tried, and uh, that probably didn't work out. 
No, he doesn't react. You can just basically smash him and he just like stands there and yeah. Oh my god. It's pretty fun. I, uh, there I are have... a lot of uh, fun fictions with Andrei, if you guys are interested Ooh. in that. <laughs> I've seen some of them. I don't, I don't know. They are weird. Yeah, they're, very, they're very weird. <laughs> very weird. They're very, they're very BDSM stuff, a lot of it. It's all good. And about Pisha, I feel like, you know, everything is fun, but the, the smell wouldn't be. Yeah, the smell would be horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, Josh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, so I have two lists. One is wholesome, <laughs> one is not. Uh, the wholesome one is fuck Ming Zhao, uh, marry um, Damsel, and kill Nox. You want to marry Damsel? She's going to kill you over, like, leaving some milk in the fridge. I don't know. She's got a heart of gold. I kind of like that. Aww, that's um, a and the not so wholesome one is fuck Grunfeld back, marry Gary Golden, and kill uh, I don't know uh, who's who's, who's <laughs> a favorite. Kane. Oh Rosa, Rosa the the thing. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill her. Wow. That's it. The Grunfeld Bach one. That's interesting. I feel Why? like it's the same thing with Cross, where it would be all missionary position, but maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> well, it would make sense. It would be thematic for him. I can't see anything that would make me ever want to step into the abode of Mr. Grunfeld back. I want to hear your reasoning. <laughs> Why? Uh, mostly, mostly because I I find his accent very amusing. The German. And I want to hear German. him say things, dirty talk. German in people accent. in chats. <laughs> you are you attracted to, to, to Josh. Yeah. It's funny. What about what about redemption? No one. I have played. <laughs> no one. None at all. Why? What about Serena? I was gonna say Serena oh, would be the fine, only one. Fine, the only one. I would actually um, fuck <laughs> Lily, marry Serena, and kill Pink. Probably. Oof! I like Pink. No, he's horrible. He said, "Azamite crazy." Isn't that how he says it? Uh, Devnol. Uh, mm -hmm. He he hints at him being an SMite, I think. Yeah, about he does. Him. Uh, we're getting some questions if this is how the stream is going to end. With I love the Onyx, the Onyx Pass comment. Say, have fun banging your way through every vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, why do we always have to resort to these topics in this podcast? Because like, we're horning I, on main. Because I, we're horning yeah. on main. It's the, <laughs> That's the reason. No but, horny on main. <laughs> <laughs> it's the naughty podcast. Yeah. I do, I do like the, get thee behind me, demon! <laughs> I have one question, though. Uh, because we've seen a bunch of many different kind of vampire games out now. Uh, we've got board game coming up, board card game coming up. We've got uh, Coteries. We've got Bloodlines. What kind of game would you like to see for Vampire the Masquerade? Ooh. If you got to like push money into a project. And have that it hasn't developed. already, com that that hasn't already, already coming? That hasn't already been made, yeah. yeah. I don't know about a game, but the only, the thing I'm most looking forward to is a Sabbat book. Ooh, that I'm most looking yeah. forward to. That would be great, yeah. I am going to be controversial here. You may say this era is over. I don't think so. I want a secret world-like MMORPG in the World of Darkness. Well, we think you mentioned that in the first stream, too. Yeah. That's what you really want. It would be amazing, yeah. 
I would just not live anymore. I would just <laughs> move my life into second life. Secret World's still going, right? Uh, Secret World Legends. Yeah, yeah, there's a new version of it. Yeah. Yeah. But some of them are more really. It's just like a more enclosed space game. Hmm. Ooh, Josh is really considering this. Look at that hard-thinking face. I don't, I don't actually sense. know. Um... <laughs> Possibly some sort of um, like football manager, but for vampires. <laughs> oh no, that's actually pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's like cool. a strategy kind of cool. game where you. Have, I can see that actually. Yeah, where you have uh, factions fighting. Yeah, you for build fighters. a coterie and then you send them around. Yeah, like like cultist simulator kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that'd be cool. That was my idea that I was going to use, but I have a backup idea. <laughs> I would love to have another visual novel type game. Yes! More more well-developed, of course. Uh, with romances! Which, which would start out way back in history. Like, you would play this vampire through history. A very long game, like, maybe released in chapters, and you would eventually, like... Uh, you would have to make some really tough decisions. You would grow in power. You would maybe become a prince. So something like very interactive uh, visual novel type game. Uh, but with some some research management aspects would be would be cool to play like to to get into the mindset of playing an elder. I think would be cool. You mean no, like I... they could start it off in dark ages and then oh, yeah. be released in yeah. chapters yeah, going forward cool. in time? That would be cool. Like something like a Telltale's game, but but with oh. more um, either like that or a visual novel, something like that. But just so you're going to enjoy. Um... The game by the console devs, Vapor the Masquerade Swan Song. Yes, this is going to be I like that. that. I am very much looking forward to that. Uh, I started playing Council a little bit after your recommendation. I loved it, but I need time to get into it. Yeah. Um, so I would love that game, and with some resource management as well, of course. I have another idea. Bear with me because this is the most awesome idea on the planet, and there is no better idea. I'm going to fight over it. Disco Elysium Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, oh, I thought... <laughs> same deaths, same deaths, nice. same kind of a writing, but Vampire the Masquerade world. Ah, that would be so Sounds good. Great. Sounds great. I would take anything Vampire the Masquerade at this point. Honestly. Even a racing game? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm down. Like a, like a Mario Kart. Which oh, like I'm so down for that. Oh my god, a oh, golf game. Just a bobblehead LaCroix just in a yes. car. <laughs> yes. Give it to me, I'll play it. Arcade Fighter, where we fight like Mr. Dam versus like yep. Roy. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like someone said, uh, Vampire the Masquerade party game, like Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or even like you're like a Five Nights at Freddy's thing where it's all scary and stuff. Oh. Go for it. With Mr. Dam popping up everywhere, go for it. I would like to have a, a hunter game where you play as a mortal <gasps> trying to get into this world and dealing with all manners of supernatural. Something like the, what was it? Is it called Taxi Driver or. Uh, where you play a taxi driver trying to fight a guy who almost killed you, Same, something like that, but it's a hunter. I don't know. Oh god, what's that game called? Basically, you're a taxi driver. You get shot, and you wake up a couple of months later, and you're supposed to try to figure out who 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 it was that tried to kill you. So you drive your taxi around, you take people around, and you kind of, it's a bit of a visual novel style game mm -hmm. with like choices. That would be cool though, like playing a hunter trying to get into into that, like an XCOM game as hunters maybe XCOM esque. Kind of mm -hmm. game would be cool too. That'd be fun. A hunter's game would be cool, actually. Yeah. Suggestion from chat: Has everyone seen House Party? 
Yes. The, the game where you're at a house party and you have to like do lit mm. like gross quests Isn't for that, people. Like, no. that, how's it going, dude? How's it going, dude? How's it going, dude? You're staying away from the bulls. Yeah, <laughs> that, but all bloodlines characters. Party. <laughs> but yeah, that but vampires. Yeah. Uh, well, now yeah. I have to play it since you guys all hate it. <laughs> but it's it would be cool. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a it's a pretty good note to end it on because we have been streaming for over two hours and we have uh, squeezed every last drop of information we can sort of out of Bloodlines too. So do we have we don't have a date for it yet, right? No, mm -mm. No. no. Somewhere this year, apparently. <laughs> December thirty first. <31st. laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad, really. Take yeah. take the time. Take yeah, your same. time. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. It was really fun to speculate with you guys, and yep. um, I hope we're going to get some more drops of information in the future, so we can um, we can get some more speculations out of that. And if you want to have uh, your source of speculations right now, watch Vain Pursuit. <laughs> I'm going to repeat it for the fifth time on the stream, but uh, yeah, we, there's stream. some there's, there, there are some drops when it comes to Bloodlines 1 and 2 and whatever's in between. So um, I feel like uh, what Karim said in the introduction is kind of true. If you are careful enough in watching, you're going to get even more information. So, yeah. Perfect. And on that note, thank you, everyone, for watching. Go check out uh, Josh's videos about romance. Is that what you had? Romanceable <laughs> <laughs> characters? Returning uh, characters. What characters will turn up. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Between it's games. Turn up, be romanceable. Maybe. Same. I mean, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Outstar had videos on romanceable That's characters. Uh, go check stuff out. Go catch Vain Pursuit. Go catch Blood. Josh. City. Blood. Oh, uh, Sun Kissed tomorrow. Sun Kissed. And oh, then right. Tuesday is the last episode of Chicago Stories. Oh, so there's plenty of time to catch up. There's only going to be four episodes in total. So uh, who knows if our coterie of Methuselah hunters will actually find a Methuselah. Wouldn't it be crazy survive, if they did? Because we're not. You're <laughs> basically thing. digging the ground everywhere in the city right now. Yeah. I'm just like, trying to find the coffin. Well, uh, I might have dropped some hints to uh, one of you. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And uh, until next time, which will be in two weeks. Bye. 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 Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye.